What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Saturdays and Seltzers, the long-awaited episode of our intern, the best intern in the whole world. Tyler joins the show to talk about March Madness with us this week. Obviously, tons of free agency and trade deadlines as well to get to. Super loaded show for you guys this week. Let's have a good one. Let's go. It's Saturday. Yeah. Gonna talk a little bit, sip a little bit. Sarah. Kendra, I see you ladies. <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. Uh. <laughs> Looking like you just graduated. Woo. Coming from a place that y'all gravitate. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. Woo. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. All right, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. What is up, party people? Welcome to Saturdays and Seltzers. My name is Kendra Middleton. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Sarah Griffin. But if you are not listening to this on YouTube, you wouldn't know that our intern, famous intern Tyler, is joining us for our March Madness show. So Tyler, welcome to the show that's not on the computer, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be here finally. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Michigan won. So yes, we're, we were texting we're each other like crazy. Yes. <laughs> Sarah, how are you? How are your green drinks of death? Fantastic. I'm feeling fantastic. Um, I have these other drinks though. They're not that good. So. Oh, you already tried them? Yeah, I can wait. <laughs> so I just have a bone to pick with Sarah really quick because we've been fighting on Twitter. I, she is our like podcast resident Irish person and I'm the only one in green. What the <laughs> fuck is up with that? Uh, my brand of always wearing pink, it comes before anything else. Okay. And when I was in elementary school, my teacher was like, well, you have green eyes. So it counts. I was like, you're so fucking right. Mrs. Ferrer. You're so right. I'm going to take that and run with it for the rest of my life. And that's exactly what I'm doing. Well, you're getting crushed in my poll. If you don't follow us on Twitter, Sarah said, I asked Sarah where her green was because she posted and she was like, my eyes, duh. And I was like, does this count? Yes or no? Sarah's getting waxed in my poll. So you might have to change your your strategy next year. No, that's a hate crime on St. Patrick's Day, no less. So I hope all those people know they're going to hell. (laughs) First the gays and now the Irish. Here we are. Sending everyone to hell. Yep, everyone's everyone. Okay, well, uh, welcome to Saturdays and Seltzers. We do love the gays. Sarah just thinks that if you lose on Pride Night, you hate them, which might be true. I, I cannot confirm or deny. But if you are new here, we are going to move into our HLH segment, which is our high of the week, our low of the week, and our hero, which is something unexpected that's good that happened to you. Tyler, I will give you a minute to think, so I'm going to ask Sarah Please. for her HLH first. Okay, my high was last weekend because as everyone here knows, if you're a <laughs> hardcore listener, I have Friday and Saturday night off. Big deal for me. Hardcore listener. I would say this was a very big event and I indeed went on a bender and it was fantastic and lived up to standards. Um, <laughs> the low, I did specifically put, I put men minus Tyler. I just texted Kendra about this like 10 minutes ago. And that's kind of what inspired it. And I think anytime I drink, I just kind of turn into a demon. So that might be why. But like. I have all of your alcohol in my house from last weekend. So I was like, that's why I have these. I was like, where the fuck is all my alcohol? Like I had a whole thing of it. I was like, oh, I love that Kendra's. I forgot to go get it. 
it's literally in my hallway <laughs> but anyways so I was a little rude probably 10 minutes ago um <laughs> someone responded to my story and just asked a dumb question they're a man and they're definitely (laughs) listening to this they're definitely listening to this and he asked stupid fucking questions I was like shut the fuck up okay just shut up and I was going on set I was like whoa like that was way out of line but he had just seen it (laughs) but you know what that's not on me don't ask stupid questions and then and you won't get stupid answers exactly and then my hero is St. Patrick's Day because I love it (laughs) even though she's not wearing green (laughs) okay Tyler are you ready or do you want me to yeah no I can come up with something so my high uh is obviously being here with you guys today Uh, my low (sighs) I'm gonna skip that for a second I'm gonna go to my hero Michigan obviously won there you go we are going to the uh round of 32 uh there was never a doubt even if my text might say otherwise. Um, <laughs> and then my low, uh, I don't have a low. No, no, low. no lows from me. No lows Tyler. from me. No lows from it's me. It's her Tyler with the optimism. Yes, I I'm very love it. Glass half full. Look at us with the best intern alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I can't top that, but I'm going to try. So my high was my birthday party last weekend. I had so much fun at my birthday party last weekend. It's actually the most fun I've had in a while. And it's like, I know that it's my friends. Like everyone's here to see me or whatever, but I just had like the perfect crew of people in my opinion. Like I couldn't have asked to add someone or take someone away um, other than my friend Maraid who was in California. Like it was just a good night. I had so much fun. Um, And then my low is hangovers because I drank so much for my birthday last week that I had some, you know, questionable moments in my career. Um, and then my other low, I think Tyler's going to have to bleep this out for YouTube and I might have to bleep it out for the podcast audio. (laughs) And my roommate's out of town. Like it could not be worse timing for the kid. Like it will not turn on. I charged it overnight. Everything gone, done. Damn. <laughs> Tyler's like, how do I respond Damn. to that? Yeah, no comment. <laughs> but, that, but that's my true low. I just don't know if I'm like ready to say it publicly, but I thought you guys would enjoy to hear that because <laughs> I have been in misery. Amazon Prime does not work fast enough. Well, let me tell you. Um, and then my hero is my neighbors. Um, two things about my neighbors. They made me dinner last night and sent me home with leftovers because I've been home alone for like almost a week now because my roommate's covering spring training. Um, so that was really cool. They even had like dessert and stuff like that and had me over for wine, which was really cute. But also their card for my birthday made me laugh so hard. They got me this like super funny card and like wrote this really sweet note. And then they were like, by the way, can you follow us back on Instagram? (laughs) And I was like, I had no idea I wasn't following them back. And I felt so bad, but it was like such a chirp at my party that it was like kind of hilarious. That's so, good. That's a good chirp. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I just like, I don't know. I'm like, I never look at like the follows and stuff unless it's like mm-hmm. your name or it has like a blue check mark and they don't have their names as their username. So I just like probably thought it was some <laughs> dude from Twitter. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my high low hero. I know you are both drinking. Um, 
it is St. Patty's Day, so I have green stuff that is not a bev. <laughs> um, but what are you guys drinking? So I have a uh, lime high noon. I guess that is mm. St. Patrick's Day. It's green. There you go. Uh, high, certified high noon guy. So you won't catch <laughs> me. Big, if it's, if it's my, if it's my decision, you won't catch me having anything else. Me too. Like if I, if I like get to pick that or the Pura stills, I don't know if you guys have ever had those. I haven't seen them in like a year, Mm-mm. but they're like still water <laughs> that is like somehow like turned into alcohol and it just okay. tastes like you're drinking straight water, but it gets you fucked up on the low. Interesting. But I you like mix it with things? No. Or do you just like drinking water flavored alcohol? <laughs> no, it, it doesn't taste like alcohol. But it is, is it like, though. It I would is say, alcohol, I like but vodka it, waters. Is it better than no. vodka waters? No, it's like not vodka. It's like a distilled water with like alcohol in it somehow, but it does not taste like alcohol. It tastes like strawberry flavored water. Like no joke. Ooh. <laughs> They're so good. Weird. But anyways. Interesting. Okay, okay. Um, I'm having, I found these in our basement. They're the Cisco Brewers Hard Tea. This one's peach. And at first, because I like peach flavored things. So I was like, yeah, I like this one. It's like, eh. But then I got this blueberry one. So I was like, I'll open this one. It has two. This one's way worse. So I'm just going to drink the peach one. But yeah, they're like, eh. I feel that way about Cisco in general. Tyler, you're not no, from Boston. No, I do too. You're not from Boston. No, and if you're listening I'm... to this and you're not from Boston, there's like Cisco is like a brewery here. And they do this huge pop-up deck every summer. And it's like, we're all the like, finance bros hang out in Boston and like it's like where all the basic people have to get a picture on the weekends when the weather's nice and it's like I think Cisco is just so mid no I just hate going there which this might be an unpopular opinion I get so fucking bored there and also Mm -hmm. it's not like I don't know how anyone gets drunk drunk there like Cisco like drinks in general are very like average they're expensive and the good ones are like the like fucking like wine slushies which you're not gonna get drunk off those they hurt your stomach and then they're so annoying just getting into that place. Like, why am I waiting an hour to be in here amongst these heathens? People don't go to Cisco to have fun. People go to Cisco to be seen, and you cannot convince me otherwise. You're absolutely, it's so boring. It's so fucking boring. I don't know what the equivalent where you live would be, Tyler, but that's, that's how I feel about this place. But, like, everyone if, talks about it. If it's anything like that, I'm not a a huge brewery guy i don't know if that's like a thing okay like that people enjoy generally people enjoy it here because we got a lot of mountains around and there's a bunch of mount uh like breweries and cideries and all that i don't like them i'd rather just go to a sports bar there's no tvs at any of these yes uh breweries or cideries or whatever can't do anything there except sit and talk to people i don't want (laughs) to talk to people yes i want to watch sports and ignore you yeah exactly (laughs) That's exactly, see, <laughs> you and me, same page. Um, so, Sarah, you're smashing one and passing the other? I guess, yeah. It's not a hard, hard, strong smash, but yeah. I have um, 3.5 Gs of NF1, <laughs> and I would say that it's a pass. <laughs> it's a pass? It's a pass. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, so... I have one quick NBA thing I want to talk about really quick, and then we can get into some baseball. I just want to say, and Tyler, are you into the NBA? I don't know. 
I mean, I'm a big uh, gambler, so I'll bet on it occasionally, but I have no clue what I'm, I lose money consistently. We love a delinquent on this podcast. Yes. Um, I just have one thing to say to Celtics Nation, and I'm sorry if you don't agree with this. I don't think that Kevin Garnett's number should have been retired for the Celtics. I feel like the numbers they've retired at this point is getting a little out of hand. I don't think his career stats were great. I think he was a great player, but his career stats for the Celtics, I think it was like five or six seasons he was there, just weren't there for me. Um, I think the only person from that team whose number really deserved to be retired was Paul Pierce. Um, If you guys want me to get into this in another segment or talk about it on like an IGTV or something, like that let me know I have lots of reasons why I think this but I just wanted to uh take a little shot at Celtics Nation really quick even though I love you guys if I weren't a Bucks fan I think the Celtics would be the first team I would choose to support in Boston but everywhere else I feel like in sports has been insane I it's MLB craziness, NFL craziness, March Madness is back the trade deadline for the NHL so we have god I, this show is going to be three hours long. Sarah and I have already talked yeah. about this and it's been chaotic <laughs> as fuck because she's been drinking all day and I am so high. So here we go. Um, I see that you want to talk about the Yankees first. Yeah. Okay. What? Uh, yeah, this is a lot of shit. I don't even know where to start. Yeah, I don't know. I was just under the impression that the Yankees were going to make some sort of big splash now that everything's opened up and whatnot. And they did, don't get me wrong, I do think they upgraded, and I think Gary Sanchez, Gio Urshela, two twins, like, I think that was a good move. I'm just, like, very confused by their idea of the returns because it automatically takes them out of the market for these big free agent guys that everyone expects them to be in on. Like, don't get me wrong, Josh Donaldson's great third baseman, you know, they upgraded, I think, at shortstop. I just took a quick look at his stats, and, you know, catcher I think just the Yankees starting rotation and Gary Sanchez just weren't working out so I think it'll be good to have that change but also when you think of the Yankees you think of like okay oh like scary 27 rings like they spend big money like all this stuff what the fuck are they doing they do fucking shit they're out on they also re-signed Anthony Rizzo which don't get me wrong I like Anthony Rizzo I would love to have him as our first baseman but like you could have gone for Freddie Freeman you know they didn't go for Carlos Correa, like all these guys that you expected them to be in on, they weren't even like in the conversation for. And now they just get not randoms, but just not what you expected. And it's like, okay, we just went with the, with the Red Sox for their penny pinching. Like, is that what they're doing now? Which you're the Yankees. Like, why are you doing that? Well, I also was watching Rizzo's press conference today and it's like he just was saying how much fun he had with the Yankees and he was like, yeah, I'm like really excited to like chase a World Series or whatever. And I'm like, there's no way that you like, I know you have to say that in a press Mm -hmm. conference. Trust me, I I get that you have to be like a homer for your team, but it's just like, there's no way that he actually believes that with the lack of moves they've made in the roster that they have, like clearly something's not working. Well, then I just find it interesting because obviously I see all these Yankees fans talking shit to like Red Sox are a fourth place team, blah, 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 which don't get me wrong. I'm pissed with how the Red Sox, what little they've done so far. And I'll get into that later just because I do have a lot of thoughts on that. But yeah. what the fuck have you guys done? Like you bombed to this team last year. Like that was an embarrassing showing the wild card they had last year. Like if I was them, I would just keep my mouth shut. Like you have no room to talk. Your best starting pitcher goose egg on the fucking mound and you were just humiliated in Fenway after you said you wanted to play the wild card game in Fenway 
So I would just keep my mouth shut. Then you miss out on all these free agents. At the very least, the Red Sox were in the talk for Freddie Freeman. Now it's like, oh, they're in on Trevor's story, which I don't, I'm not going to believe until I see it at this point because they're always interested in these guys and then nothing happens. But I don't know what the fuck these people with the Yankees are going on about. And then you add on to the fact Aaron Judge is not vaccinated, so he can't even play in fucking Toronto. <laughs> and Toronto, I think right now, has the best roster in the AL East. I think they're the scariest. Like, I'm sure the Rays are going to make upgrades, and I'm sure they're going to be scary too, which they already – they are. But like, we saw that the Red Sox were able to defeat them. But right now, I think the Blue Jays have the scariest roster in the AL East. And now your best player can't even fucking play there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so what I was going to say about it is like, first of all, I think Toronto might be this Toronto and now the Dodgers, which we also have in our notes to get to are the two scariest teams in baseball to me right now. Mm-hmm. Second of all, you play them more than anybody else. Yep. They're in your division. Like you're going to be playing them forever, but I, I think it's the same deal. So I don't know. I watched Michael Wilbon blow up on Kevin Durant the other day for trying to like defend Kyrie when he came for the mayor. And it's like, at this point, I hope they lose every game that they have to play in Toronto. He can't play at Yankee stadium too. Right? Like what I'm like confused. Cause I saw the reports like, Oh, if you're not vaccinated, it's the same deal as Kyrie. Like you're technically an employee. You can't play. But now I saw something like, no, no, they can't, they can't. But I'm like, Okay, but you still can't play Toronto, and that's their in-division series that you're going to face that team so many times. It's going to add up very quickly. I know why he can play. It's up to the business owner. Okay, that makes sense. So I, th- I think that that's how it works. That's, I think, what Michael Wilbon's point was. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure, like – your employer is allowed to have like whatever sort of vax, like you have to be vaccinated or like, it's fine if you're not sort of situation in New York. Um, so I- I'm not sure, but they do have the scariest roster to me right now, but also like it would be freaking Aaron judge. I remember them saying, cause then also I'm sure you saw Xander Bogarts was not vaccinated. And now he's like, I am like, leave me alone. I am. He's like, I want that out there. He said that in spring training a couple of days ago. Just so he didn't have to deal. I think it was more just so he didn't have to deal with the backlash of, oh, you can't play in Toronto, blah, blah, blah. Like, honestly, if you, even if you are like, I don't want to get the vaccine, whatever. But at that point, I agree with Xander. Like, just shut these people up. Like, don't even let it be a problem at that point. And also, well, Aaron Judge is like their captain figure. True. <laughs> so my question is, are the Sox fully vaccinated now? Or is Jaron Durant still not vaccinated? I don't believe he is. Um, I haven't seen any reports saying that they've reached, because what was it, that 80% threshold you Mm -hmm. need to get to? Obviously, Xander's now vaccinated. Chris Sale's still not, which I'll get into the whole Chris Sale thing later. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, he's still not. As far as I know, Duran's not. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, if I feel like the minute they hit that threshold, we would know. I think that that's something the Red Sox would put out there. Yeah, because like I feel like they're kind of that organization that would want to brag about that. Because I mean, well, yeah, because last year they had like pictures of like Matt Barnes, Nathan Avaldi, Christian Vasquez getting it at Fenway Park, like literally pictures of them physically getting the fucking needle, and they're like, "Look, <laughs> look what we're doing." Yeah, it's true. Um, Chris Bryant to the Rockies. I was sad about this just because now I can't say Chris Giant anymore. So this is the stupidest deal I've seen in my fucking life. I know okay. the Rockies are dumb as hell. Like I know they're run by a bunch of morons, but 
last year, not even a year ago, they trade away Nolan Arenado, their best player, who arguably better than Chris Bryant. Like, when you look at the position he plays and compared to Chris Bryant, like, Nolan Arenado is one of the best players of the game right now. Add on to the fact they also gave away, like, $50 million to trade away because, like, no, like, we're rebuilding, blah, blah, blah. Then you drop a fat bag of $182 million on Chris Bryant, who he is great, but he's getting older. And for eight fucking years, that just, makes zero sense. No yeah. sense in the world. I just looked up his age. He's younger than I thought he was, by the way. How old is he exactly? He's 30. Okay, I'll say, I know he's at least 30. So that's I was going like to say, I, I was thinking he was like 33 now. Um, but I mean, I feel like guys do play up there now. So 38 is like not crazy. It's not something I would personally do. Like I wouldn't sign a 30 year old, an eight, eight year contract, but that's yeah. just. I wouldn't drop 182 million on him. <laughs> yeah. Especially at, when you had Nolan Arenado, who is the best of the best at his position. And then you're just like, no, actually we need to save money for our rebuild. And then you do no effort to rebuild your team whatsoever. Like I didn't make anything that said, oh yeah, we're getting rebuild out of this. And then you're just like, oh, uh, now we have all this money. Let's just throw it at this guy. And now it's just going to be like Chris Bryant stuck in Colorado. Like get me the fuck out of here. And they'll probably like frame away in two years. (laughs) They definitely will. Also, Tyler, if you have anything to say, I know that we are like Spitfire, <laughs> but feel free to hop in. No, I will. I wish I were a bigger baseball fan. I, every year, every year I tell myself, this year I'm going to get into baseball. This year. This and year. I, that's, I've been saying that for like eight years now. <laughs> so maybe this year. I need to figure out where's – you know where Castellanos is going? I like him a lot. I There's like him a lot. could come to the Red Sox. I might be a Red Sox fan if he comes there. I'm just going to follow. I'm just going to go wherever he goes. So, okay. (laughs) Okay. That might be my move. Hottest free agent then that we're now looking for solely for that purpose. Yes. Wait, I'm just going to move this up so we can talk about it now because I seriously would have been so much happier. if Freddie Freeman, obviously, because I'm a Giants fan, went to fucking Boston and we can just talk about the Red Sox. Now we'll go back to our thoughts on our next topic in a second. I just want to talk about this because I'm so fucking pissed. I was relying on you guys. Oh, I actually threw my fucking phone. I was in the, <laughs> <laughs> I was walking out with midterms and I see all this stuff. They're like, oh, like, cause I started off the day and they're like, oh, Freeman, like in deep talks with the Red Sox. I see the Dodgers, like whatever. The Dodgers aren't on everyone. Like they have all the money in the world. Like, and I will say, I wish every baseball team operated like the Dodgers do because every baseball team could, they just choose not to. But I was like, no, they're not getting him. Like no fucking chance. Like, which was stupid of me to believe. They get everybody. Yeah. I'm like, that was dumb of me to believe because they do get everyone. And so then, like, finally, like, I'm leaving. I was leaving the gym. That's what it was. I was like, oh, Freeman's in the file. I just, like, slammed my phone into the car, like, see, I was like, fuck this. All right. I had this whole, like, plan out because everyone knows I'm trying to pack up Bobby Dahlbeck. Like, get him out of here. I want him off my team, which he did hit a home run today. (laughs) Him playing DH today? Yes. I didn't realize that. I didn't even know until my friend Tim texted me. He was like, Bobby Dalvek told you to shut the fuck up. Like, I'm like, I don't care. Still train away. He has a fit he on the does not look like he put time in the gym in the off season. <laughs> but anyways, I was like, okay, so here's the trade package for him. So we're going to get Freeman in the first base. I was like, then once 
Tristan Casas comes up, then we're going to move him either third base and have Devers at DH, or we're going to trade away Martinez and we're going to move Freeman at DH. Goodbye, JD. I had this whole thing going. And then I saw that. I was like, I wasted an hour of my life mapping out every possible way to fit Freddie fucking Freeman into this. And then he goes and does that shit. And I know it's because I don't want to say it's because of Chelsea Freeman, but that bitch just wants to be on TV so fucking bad. I think her. Aren't her and uh, Matt Stafford's wife friends? I think so, yeah. Yeah, because the, the Georgia ties. And I'm like, you know what? Take your Chelsea Freeman collection out to LA because I wasn't going to fucking buy it anyways, all right? Fuck you, Chelsea. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's so I, like, funny. She is like Yoko Ono, all right? So, bye. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is a fucking dig if i've ever heard one holy crap she's nice i'm sure she's nice um (laughs) i'm dead i'm dead i don't know what you drank that was green but i need to know because i need it for future reference um yeah like i'm a giants fan this just ruined my week i think i like opened my phone and someone had texted me before i'd seen it on twitter and I was just like, I'm pretty sure I was just sitting on, on my couch and I just said, are you fucking kidding me? Like, like, their lineup's not fair. Like, that looks like when you're playing fucking MLB The Show and you're like mm-hmm. 10 years old and you're like, I'm just going to fucking put every good player on one <laughs> team and we're going to smash everyone into the ground. Like, that's the lineup I would put together. It's a super team. That's what it is. Every team has their own version of a super team at, at this point. It's, 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 or every league, I'm sorry, not every team yeah. has their own version. It's fucking annoying. Um, I need to know why you like Zach Granke going back to Kansas City. I think it's a nice way to, because I'm assuming this is towards the end of his career now. Totally. Like, I just think it's kind of a nice ending to it. And I like him a lot as a pitcher and as a person. So if he was going to stay with the Astros, that was going to kind of suck because I don't like rooting for any Astros player. So I like to see that I came back to the Royals. The Royals, I really have no issue with them. I don't have any hurt stance on them. So yeah, I thought it was just a nice way to end it. Yeah, I, I like him as a person end. and he's fun to watch play. I just hated watching him as a Giants fan. Yeah, that's fair. Like that was <laughs> shitty. Like I, I had the biggest crush on him as a kid though. Like he was one of my first like sports <laughs> crushes. No, he's cute. Well, definitely back then he was cute. Now he was a cutie like, back so in the day. He was such a cutie. Like, Yes. Um, okay. I heard something about Chris Sale's injury and now I can't remember what it was, but I did Mm -hmm. want to talk about this. I forgot that it was going on and I'm glad you put it in our notes. I also can't believe he's still not vaccinated. I don't know. The curse of social media. I don't know what that is though. Okay. So he injured, he, so his rib cage is fractured. It's like his eighth rib or something. I've read the whole report. It's very detailed for whatever reason. But I guess he got that injury when he was throwing a bullpen on Instagram Live during the lockout. Like, I don't know who's streaming it. Maybe the Red Sox. I have no idea where this Instagram Live happened. But he fractured his ribcage during that. So there's, like, video footage of it happening, I guess. And then he went and said yesterday, like, oh, I don't use social media. And then the second I step on it to do this, whatever, I fracture it. It's the curse of social media. Like, no, buddy, you're 130 pounds and, like, six. 10 you're fucking like glass <laughs> and then you social media you fucking weirdo and everyone knows I love Chris Dale so much I do 
he's really starting to lose me here. He's starting to lose me between last year. I don't blame him for his return. Like I thought he started off like, okay, like he's just gone through Tom John, like all this stuff. And then he just kind of let everyone down, which I would never blame him for that. But then on top of that, like they're not going to get vaccinated. So that adds on to the whole clubhouse culture. He makes a lot of questionable comments. I'm like, oh, that's just like who he is as a person. But then yet again, still not vaccinated, cannot play in Toronto, missing opening day, blames it on social media. (laughs) I think that my biggest issue with Chris Sale is that like, uh, trust me, I understand that 99.9% of the time, players do not want to talk to the media. Trust me. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I don't want to fucking talk to you either. You think I want to interview you after a brutal loss? No, I don't. I, I, but it's my job and it's your job. And sometimes I think that he's rude to the media for no reason. I feel like he's one of those guys that tries to give off those like, oh, I'm too cool for this. Like, you know, the type, the athletes are like, I'm so much better than this, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like funny the first few times they're like, okay, you know, this is what entails. You know, this is what's asked of you. Like, you just cut the You've shit been around for like long five enough. seconds and give like even a few word answer. Not even just like, you don't even have to give me a full sentence. Just at least be like decent. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And it's like, I, it's hard. Like, I know it's hard to be athletes, but it's also hard to be the media. And like, I don't think that they only see their side of it. And I wish that like we could switch roles with some athletes for a day because it's, <laughs> it's, it's not always that easy. Yeah. Um, I think that we have like some deeper talks in the NFL. Do we have any more baseball stuff or are we uh, full, full speed ahead? Full speed ahead. Okay. So just a warning that we are about to talk about the Deshaun Watson case. Um, if this is a sensitive subject for you, please feel free to fast forward, skip our NFL segment, whatever you are comfortable with. You can stop listening here if that's something that works for you. Just wanted to throw that out there because I know that it is sensitive to some people and that is more than okay with us. Um, obviously this week, Deshaun Watson, uh, got off of no criminal charges. There is still a civil suit. He, most likely will miss some games this season, but there are still two teams in contention to uh, trade for him. And I believe that it is Atlanta and uh, New Orleans. Uh, Shout out Dilly Sanders, shout out of the week, thinking about you guys over there. I know that this sucks for you guys and they're just ready for it to be over. Um, I have something I want to say about it to kind of maybe educate some of our male listeners or people who don't think that this is something that's like an accurate statement potentially but I want to know if you guys have any thoughts before I say what I want to say is, Carol, is Carolina out on him too I thought so they out. were they're out officially okay I didn't yeah, see I that think, I think it's expected to be Atlanta I don't know if you guys saw was it yeah. uh who, whose post was it the one of him like re like uniting with uh no somebody in Atlanta hold on I sent it to Dylan I think I can't remember Oh, Kyle Pitts mm. tweeted and deleted. And he said, it's about to get scary in Atlanta with the zip mouth emoji and deleted it like basically immediately. <laughs> what so that's why idiot. I'm thinking it has yeah. to be Atlanta, right? Yeah. Baker it's probably also Atlanta. requested a trade. So and they denied him. <laughs> the, so uh, to me, but anyways. Atlanta, I feel like it would, I guess... New Orleans just cleared a bunch of cap space somehow. I don't know. I don't think the cap is real, but 
does? You're who right. Does? You're right. The cap's not real. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if you went to Atlanta. I don't know. I feel like it's either going to be Atlanta or New Orleans, obviously. And whoever doesn't get him is going for Jimmy Garoppolo. True. Although there's a, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about the draft at all. There's a quarterback I think New Orleans might fall in love with who, or have Lee? fallen in love with. No, uh, Carson Strong, Nevada. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't hate that take. I, we will revisit this in a second. We'll, we'll come back to that. Yeah. If you want to talk about the draft, I'm down to, or we could do actually, we'll do a draft show. How about that? Yeah, that's perfect. We got like what a little over a month month now. So Tyler, the intern back for the draft show. That's my, that's my cup of tea. The NFL. Me too. The draft is my favorite college college football and the NFL draft are my two things. So I, yeah, I do a mock every year. So we'll make mock drafts. We'll go before and after. Perfect. Um, I just want to kind of, bitch about the NFL for a minute. And I I think that Sarah might have a comment or something like that uh, based off of what I'm about to say. The NFL pisses me off to no end because as a woman, it's fucking damn near impossible to keep supporting this shit. Okay. Why is it that I can name multiple men in sport? Actually, it's not just the NFL. Honestly, it's all of sports that don't hold people accountable because I can name so many people who have been accused of sexual assault or rape that is a professional athlete and i can name one that was ever charged think james winston peyton manning cristiano ronaldo ben roethlisberger kobe bryant antonio brown the list goes literally on and on obviously the nfl has a lot worse problems than other leagues and i can name one athlete that i can think of who was ever found guilty and it's mike tyson and for me it's like why is it that 97% of women report some sort of sexual assault interaction in their life, but no man knows a rapist or a sexual assaulter. And it's like, it's not just one person, it's 22 people. And honestly, do we expect the state of Texas to get anything like that right based on what's going on in Texas right now? And it's like, they're gonna follow the money forever. And now 22 women's lives are ruined. Nobody wants to be the woman who accused Deshaun Watson of rape because that follows her forever. No woman wants to be remembered that way. No woman wants to be hated by a city and now probably two cities for this. And it's like, yeah, shoot, boo-hoo, Deshaun Watson, whatever. 97% of women and there's 22 people, 22 people. I just don't get it. I saw someone made a tweet recently. I forget who it was, but they're like, why is it so hard for like the NFL or MLB to find like players who are accused of sexual assault? Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that is not the issue. These guys are accused. It's the fact that they know they can get away with it. So it doesn't matter. Like, oh, I'm a professional, professional athlete. I can do whatever the fuck I want. And I know I have that safety net that I'm most likely not going to face any repercussions for this. I'm like, it is not anything to do with like, oh, like, why are they only bringing in these bad guys into the league? It's like, they get into the league, and then I feel like it's almost like just like a power trip. Like, I know what I'm capable of, and I know I can get away with this shit, and I'm never going to be held accountable. It's true, and it's like, I, I can't speak for you, but like, any woman that I've ever shared these kind of conversations with, I don't think I've ever had someone say that they haven't dealt with an experience like that. For some For some reason, it just seems that athletes have this like insatiable ego that I have found and they don't like the word no because they're always 
used to being told they're the best. You're the best. Oh my God. You're so great. Like whatever, like what the fuck? Like I, it's just, it's, it's so awful to me and it's so triggering. And it's like, it's hard being a woman in sports sometimes because I like watch all of these athletes just pay women off to shut up and go away. And I think that that's, what's going to wind up happening with this civil suit, but it's just so fucked up. Yeah, I agree. It sucks. And it's hard conversations to have, but it's like some, something has to change. Like and it's not just this either. It's the same with the domestic abuse stuff. It's like, we we watched what happened with Zach Stacy and his girlfriend recently. Like we talked about Joe Mixon on Twitter recently. Like it's just a constant cycle. And it's like, we talked about it last week with the suspensions that were handed out for gambling and Calvin Ridley. It's just like, why is this the way that it is? Why is this the way that it has to be? Because it cannot continue to be this way. Um, that's all I have to say. I, I don't know if you guys have anything else to say about it. Fuck Deshaun Watson. So that's what I'll say. (laughs) Mic drop. Um, Well, we also have more bad news because Tom Brady's back. (laughs) Tom Brady is back. Um, 41 days. 41 days. So I think. It's really only been 41 days. 41 days. So I get why he did do it. But wouldn't it have been been funny if he would have waited until April 1st? (laughs) <laughs> to just say like tweet out april fools and like a picture of him playing football <laughs> that would have been hilarious he came back when he did because you know free agency and everything but if that wasn't a thing it would have been so funny if he would have done that <laughs> the internet would have erupted and that would have been so tom brady so tom brady so he had tom to have, he had to have thought about it i only have two thoughts about it. I'm sure Sarah does have some thoughts as well because she's a New Englander. But I just think it's funny how one, he sold his own retirement t-shirts. And then two, someone bought his last touchdown ball for over <laughs> half so much a money. million dollars. Oh my the God. day of, too. Like, do you think Tom coordinated with the guy selling it? To like on the joke to, to like tell him like hey listen you better get rid of that now because I'm coming it. back. Who so, Tom? Like a phone phone auction and he was like yeah just like keep keep going up. No, I think Tom was in cahoots with the guy who had the football and told him like look, I'm gonna do something, so you better get rid of that football. That <laughs> sell it while you oh, can. Yeah. Oh my God, I see what. Sell it I, while you can. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, it took me. Tom Brady called up the seller and was like, hey, listen, something's going to happen. Get rid of the football now. (laughs) That is. And then later that day, he's back. Yo, do you think that he like split the money with the guy? Tom Tom doesn't, Tom doesn't need that money. Mm. I mean, he did give the guy who like caught his 600 touchdown, what, like a Bitcoin? Yeah, I think so. But, like, that's nothing to Tom Brady. It's true. It is it is nothing to Tom Brady. Um, Obviously, it is free agency. There have been some crazy moves. I want to talk about the Jags really quick because I'm stoked. And I feel like Jags fans are so split down the middle. Like, obviously, you have the fans, like, I usually am, that are like, I am not getting excited this year. Like I've been getting excited for years now and nothing ever happens. Like we always suck. And it's like, there's people like me who are so excited that we spent money and that we signed all of these people. And I'm just excited. Like the thing for me is that I think that I've said this on Twitter too. It's like, 
when you can't draft for shit, you have to spend money in free agency. It's like, you have to get better. And the only way to do that is by spending money. And it's like, yeah, the Jags probably just really fucked up the wide receiver market with how much money they are giving Christian Kirk. But it's like, that's just what happens. Like there's certain positions that you have to shell out money for. And at this point, there's so many people that deserve that money that you're going to have to. And it's like, everyone was so like the sky is falling until they saw his contract and his contract is chef's kiss. There's even an option for us to part ways in two years, which is just perfect. To me. I don't even but think the contract is that expensive. It's not. It's, it's like really- a couple million over like what he should have been paid. Maybe Yeah. like, but the, it's not yeah. that big a deal. No. And it's set up perfectly because it's so incentive based. And like, for me, when I think about him, I think about the fact that he's been playing across from DeAndre Hopkins. In his career, he's never really been given the opportunity to be a wide receiver one. And everyone's like, well, he's a slot receiver. We still need somebody else. Yeah, sure. But my thing is, is that I think that he's going to earn this money. That's my first take. Second of all, I think it's so much easier to take an athlete and teach them something than it is to take someone who's smart and teach them to be an athlete. It's not like this situation is fucking the world is on fire. I feel like Jags fans are only pissed about it because they were so sold on Allen Robinson. And it's like, if you really want to talk overpaying people, that's what we would have had to do to get Allen Robinson back in Jacksonville. And Christian Kirk is fucking 25 years old. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you people bitching about? And everyone's saying, like, I don't think people really knew as much about Brandon Scherf when he was signed, but like, he's a fucking beast. We're spending money. He's awesome, yeah. Dude, he's fucking unreal. I think he's a five-time Pro Bowler. Something like that. Killed it in Iowa, too. That's where I know him from. Dude, he's a beast. I'm so excited about him. He's probably my... I don't know. It's so hard to pick a favorite because like there's so many people that have come through in the last few days. We even got a kid, I think Darius Williams, who oddly enough, before I was homeschooled, I went to high school for three months and then was homeschooled for the rest of my like high school career. He was a year older than me and went to the same high school as me. And I had no idea who he was. And I went to every single football game, but he's coming back to Jacksonville, which is dope. Interesting. So like that's that's cool. cool. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, and then I watched the press conferences today. I'm excited about Evan Ingram too. I know Giants fans didn't like him, but I'm I'm a big fan of Evan Ingram. I I might be living in 2017 Old Miss, but that he was awesome at Old Miss. Awesome. And I think that he could be that again. He's fast too. Like he's much more of a receiver than he is. He's awful. Yeah. They they speak of teams who need quarterbacks. Yeah. So I was super stoked about him too. Other than Scherf and Kirk, like who are obviously like the, the wins and the free agency, in my opinion, no matter what people think about the contracts, Zay Jones may have changed my mind after his press conference today. Did you see his hair? Wild. Darren, <laughs> I need to show this to you because I know you didn't see it. I am so obsessed with him. It's fucking unreal. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did see that. I saw that on Twitter. Obsessed. Obsessed. Chef's kiss. He is my favorite now. I just, I, I need it. I'm obsessed. I'm in love. Um, but a lot of people have said they'd give the free agency like a B I'm going to go straight a, I think that they spent money. They needed to spend money. They got better. They got some weapons for Trevor Lawrence. They've got someone to protect him. 
we have everyone else that we got is all defense. And if we take Hutchinson or Thibodeau overall, I think that we are competitive in our, in our division next season. And I, mm-hmm. that like no BAP, no bullshit. Like I genuinely believe that it's the AFC South. We are absolutely better than the Colts right now after everything that they've got rid of who they have left Jonathan Taylor. Um, we are not better than the Titans. I think the Titans are probably the, the only people in the AFC South I put over us. Probably, but they got a Tannehill issue. I think. I'm not a big Tannehill guy. I'm not a Tannehill fan either. I think I think he's holding them back. I think if they had a better quarterback, they would they could win the Super Bowl. Oh okay. So but Tannehill, yeah, I mean he's there. He's there. He's He's just there. He just his job is to hand the ball to Derrick Henry. Exactly. I mean, all right. I I was like they have good receivers too. I guess they just lost Julio, but do the so, do the Jaguars have the best quarterback in the AFC South? Uh, oh, I got him. Yeah, I think so, <laughs> to be honest. Because I hate Matt Ryan. He's not in the AFC South. Oh, he's in good. the NFC South. There, there's my college football brain. Uh, <laughs> who? So, who's the teams in the um, AFC Titans, South? Titans, Texans, Colts. Colts. Oh, yeah, definitely better than the Colts. Because I do, do they have a quarterback right now? No, they got Sam Ellinger. He's awful. I think he's a he's a future coach. They're definitely gonna draft somebody. Definitely, I could see them like going for like fucking. Grand or they might Earth. trade. They might trade. The Colts might trade for Baker Mayfield. That's true, but I could see the Colts being like, you know what, Graham Mertz is the steal of the draft. Yeah, and like the sixth round, yeah, take exactly. Graham Mertz and yes. start him week one. That would be yeah. awful. That would be. So AFC South, though. Yeah, very AFC South. Um. All right. Well, you heard it here first. The Jaguars have the best quarterback in the AFC South. Yeah. Um. So you wanted to talk about Julio? I saw cut. Yep they cut they cut Julio. I don't really know why. Like I said, I'm much more of a college football guy, so I don't really keep up as much with the NFL, um, as I do college football. But I think a great fit for him would be in New England. I don't know I why. I was just going to say that. I don't really know why I think that, but he just feels like I do. a New England signing why. is imminent. I can tell you why. It's because Bill Belichick has become famous for signing guys who are just on like the verge of being in and out of their prime, mm-hmm. who are looking for a bigger deal. And what he does is he signs them to a one or two year like vet minimum deal, like, hey, come to New England, come win a Super Bowl, and they'll usually cut him a deal. And mm-hmm. I think that Julio kind of needs that militarized system because I don't know what's going on with him. But I absolutely think you hit the nail on the head there. And that's mm-hmm. why is because that's typical Bill Belichick form. Yeah, and I think Mac Jones would actually throw the ball to him, unlike Tannehill and Matt Ryan. Well, because he doesn't have another option other than Hunter Henry. True, but I I just don't know. I'm just remembering Atlanta. It, when they got in the red zone, they have this giant receiver. They would never throw it to him. Not once. They had one of the worst red zone offenses in the league, and they should had no business having that. I'm such a Julio Jones fan. It's unreal. He's, like, I, he's very good I at his him. job. I was kind of hoping that he would, not that I wanted to see him work out for the Titans because 
I obviously hate the Titans because I'm a Jags fan, but I love Derrick Henry. And I was hoping that like they could make something like work and be friends because I think that that would have been great. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like that system would thrive more with like a, uh, just a super fast guy instead of a super physical guy. Okay. All right. But I don't hate that. I, the other team I think is going to be in the market for Julio uh, Green Bay. Green Bay. Okay. I think Green Bay also screams Julio because I think they're going to try to make Aaron Rodgers happy, give him more people to throw to since he's going to be back. So and that could be, that could also be dangerous. So you're kind of thinking that he needs to go somewhere with like an older with squad. a good quarterback is what I quarterback a good quarterback is what I think he needs okay all right so Matt Ryan's not a good quarterback god no I'm the (laughs) I'm the biggest Matt Ryan hater you'll find (laughs) on this side of the Mississippi BC's own Matt Ryan I cannot stand at Boston College he was good at Boston College he was good but since I've seen him in the NFL I'm I'm just not buying him I haven't bought him I think and you know Deshaun Watson's probably going to take his job, sadly. I love Matt Ryan, so that felt like a dagger. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, I see you when I talk about Vaughn Miller's deal. Vaughn Miller got paid. He got paid big time. Uh, and I don't really have too much to say about it other than that it's just an insane deal. Like, he's okay. going to be like 38, 39 by the time that deal is done. Yeah true but i mean i don't know who else are they even paying long term right now have they paid Jaylen, have Jaylen's they paid got, um josh yet they're, mm, they're gonna have yeah. to soon yeah 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 i don't know but yeah they probably don't have anybody else but there's got to be a way out of that contract yeah it's really just why i added it just because i i didn't know if you had any ideas about it but that's just an insane deal to me I'm trying to think, Josh Allen, is this the last year of his deal coming up? Let's see, when was he drafted? He was drafted. Was he 2016 or 2017? Yeah, 2016 or 2017. 2018. 20, oh, my God, I'm getting wow. old. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, this is this season would be the last of his contract, yeah, correct? Yeah, I yeah. think so. They, they might have a like a last-year option or something, which they'll take. I don't know how – I don't know. I'm not a contracts guy. But um, yeah, they're so going to have to pay him soon. Well, that's how that would work out. But yeah. Yeah. So they're going to have to pay him at the end of this season. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you could pay two guys. I, I think that yeah. that's kind of, I don't know. I'd have to look at who they're paying. Yeah. It just is a massive number. And Huge big deal. numbers usually scare me. I'm not a math guy. Okay. <laughs> so last football thing I want to talk about, because it's kind of the news of the day. If you had to pick right now, where do you think Baker's going? Is he even allowed to leave though? Because I thought they denied his request. Did they deny it? I didn't, I didn't see, see anything yeah. about denying. It, but it, it I wouldn't be surprised. Let they, me look. I wouldn't be surprised. It like I, I think it came out right before we started recording because I saw a bunch of tweets about it. Mm. Cleveland has no plans to trade quarterback. Wow. Yeah, because they lost the uh, Watson sweepstakes. They pulled. They're not the getting rid of them now. <laughs> they pulled up this ha- this exact thing happened to Tua last year. Yeah. Wow. Except I Tua see. Tua handled it like an adult though. He shout did. out shout out Tua. 
See, bake Sarah, did you see the Baker post this like long like message? My mom last showed night? me. I thought that meant he left. <laughs> me too. I, like I thought he was just done entirely. <laughs> me too. So that's when I tweeted the thing about the progressive commercials. I know. I kind of feel bad for Baker because like I think they I think the people are really hard on him. Like, think about where the Browns were before they had him. Yeah. And He's he's taken that team a long way and he's been a man and he was really injured last season and he played his ass off, put his mm-hmm. body on the line. And, and it's he like did it I, all in Cleveland. Yeah, I know. And all of it in Cleveland. And yeah. I love Baker Mayfield for that. But yeah. that message last night, he definitely lost a cool point or two with me. Oh, well, I don't know. I I don't like that the Browns have just like decided he I mean, he's not great. But I don't think he's awful. I don't think he's no. like bad enough to just destroy publicly like this, like the no. Browns did to him. I think he's better than Carson Wentz. Oh, easily. I think he's better. I think easily. he's. I, I think he is probably like a very above. Like I would say he's right above the middle of the pack in the NFL of starting. Yeah, he's so he's a very mid quarterback, but yeah, he's exactly. not good. He's not bad. He's. I think he's in with Tannehill. And Matt yeah, Ryan. Me too. Yeah, he like yeah. doesn't deserve the slander. He obviously no. plays a lot different game than those two, but like still, like he this, the hate that Baker Mayfield's gotten, I don't think he deserves. It's just and crazy. That- I think you know, college football guy. I think it stems from Oklahoma because he was such a heel at Oklahoma mm-hmm. that he it carried nasty. on to the NFL. Yeah, he was so fun to watch at Oklahoma. So fun. Um, that's my last football comment. We will definitely do a draft show before and after reactions, uh, at some point. Now that I think about it, uh, lots of lacrosse stuff and a lacrosse story that we definitely want to talk about on the show. Sarah, I was up all morning this morning, actually doing PLL research. So yeah, I'm excited to talk about lacrosse. Oh, I love that. All right. So only. What's up? Feel all news for right now, but I thought the big one that I know you will appreciate is the chaos added to Hoka and Nanticoke to their roster, which just adds on to that Buffalo Bandits PLL chaos like crossover they have going with Andy Towers loving his Canadians that box style of lacrosse. <laughs> I love that. And so Tahoka and Nanticoke was in the player pool, I think, last year, and now they just picked them up, I think, I, maybe not even a few days ago. I'm so fucking excited just because if you see the way, like obviously the chaos just won the championship and it's very clear. There's such clear chemistry on there. Then you watch the bandits who are 10 and one. And it's a lot of those same guys, like Dane Smith, Josh Byrne, Ian McKay, Chris Cloutier. And now you bring a token to who's been tearing it up in his rookie season in the NLL. They're going to be so fun. At least their offense, which the chaos, I will say, I like their defense a lot. The very like nitty gritty, like aggressive, <laughs> They play a hard style of defense that I like, but their their offense (laughs) and their midfield is just so fucking good. And I love this. Like, I'm not, not that I have anything against chaos. I'm just a Kins fan as has been established, but I love watching them play. And I think they're coming back already so much better with just this one addition. And you still have like the college draft, you know, the entry draft. I'm so excited to watch them play and have him in the mix. Uh, if he's good enough for Andy Towers, he's good enough for me. That's just Damn fucking right. That's just the label of the brand, to be fair. 
Well, he's another guy that I think if, like, you didn't have Jeff Teat and Reed Bowering in the league, like, he would have a very legitimate case for rookie of the year. I think he still does, but also you have to add on to the fact that, okay, everyone on the Bandits is, like, their offense is just untouchable. So it's, like, oh, Josh like, Burns a beast. Shout out, Maggie. Josh Burns, Dane Smith, like, all those guys, like, they all just work so well with each other. It's, like, yeah, no shit. Like, look who he's playing with. Kind of like when we talk about like Varshawn and Bird. Yeah. Like, no shit. No shit. Jake Russ looks good on the top line. Look who he's playing with. But to Hoka Nanico, like he is so fucking good. And they're Trade Jake the scary. <laughs> But so that was the big like PLL move. And then the other thing is the team matchups are set. I mainly just looked at the Canon schedule. I'm super excited for the first two games. The first one is against the Water Dogs in Albany, who they played last opening weekend in Gillette, and that was their first ever win in the PLL. So I'm excited to see that. And I also like the Water Dogs. But then also, second week, they're playing the Atlas, which is a win win for me because one, Jeff Teat. So even if they lose, at least Jeff Teat wins. But then also, that's who they lost to in the quarterfinals last year. So it's definitely going to be like coming to have a chip on their shoulder, like kind of a rematch type deal. So I'm excited about that as well. Can we have a PLL tea party for a second? Yes. Can we talk about how also Borks, I think the Amazon man is here at the same time he is every day. God forbid. Um, <laughs> can we talk about how Barstool wasn't supposed to announce the schedule and they just said, fuck it and did it anyway? I was just like, I was very confused because so the PLL retweeted. So I'm like, is this like, actually like they weren't supposed to do this or I'm like because I don't think Barstool made that video I'm assuming the social person for the water dogs made that video and sent it to them there's like fuck it let's just post it and then an hour later the rest of the schedules trickled in because I do have the notifications on for the PLL and I have them on for the cannons too and yeah the rest of them came out at exactly one I'm like damn they really just said screw <laughs> <threw> it <laughs> classic gonna, Barstool yeah we're just gonna fucking go for it I was like all right well I see my Cannon's Water Dogs matchup, so I guess this is good to know. <laughs> yeah, they just like were like, yeah, fuck it, we don't care. And I was just yeah. like, sounds about Barstool. <laughs> so I wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> um, I also see you have some trade deadline stuff about the NLL. Yes, so the trade deadline was Tuesday at three, I want to say it was. <gasps> Um, there were, there wasn't any like huge, like, like there were big trades, but not as many as I was expecting. I'll get into that more, but I'm mainly just focusing on the Riptide here because we are Riptide fans on this podcast and they did make some big moves. Um, the first one they made was they trade for Brent Noseworthy, who is a defenseman. They trade away their 2020, uh, like fourth rounder and, it or no, they got a 2024th rounder and then the bandits get the riptide 2024 first round pick, which I thought was kind of lopsided at first. Cause all right, you're trading away your first round pick just for this like defense. But then when you look at it, like we know how good the riptide is, like offensively, their defense like loves them to death. We love the riptide here. Their defense is the worst in the league statistically. And if you look at that, it's like, okay, they need some sort of help on that back end. And I think that kind of gives him like instant help just because he is a big body aggressive. Wait, what's going on? If you couldn't tell that the Riptide's defense sucked based off of their record. Yeah. I don't know what you're watching. Like, love you guys, your social media team. I know you're listening to this. I fucking love you. I obviously can handle having a team that's not great, but like, hello. 
Well, it's just insane because it's so like lopsided to me when you look at it because they have one of the best offenses in the league. You know, they're like dropping at least 13 every single game on no matter who they're up against. Like they beat Toronto, who I think has the best defense as I've gotten into before. And then like, I don't know, they just always stump people, even like the bandits, like they had that like 18-17 game. But then, yeah, the defense is very much lopsided. And so Noseworthy is like that big body aggressive guy who I think instantly upgrades it for them. And as they are kind of making that push for the fourth playoff spot, which kind of sounds crazy if you look at their record when it's like, okay, they only have three wins. Like how could they be in that playoff contention? I tried having this conversation with someone the other day, like explaining it to them. I was like, there's still so much time left in the way that the NLL playoffs are set up that again, like there's no one that's actually like out of the playoffs right now. Like no one's like, it's not out of reach. Like if the Riptide just go and win like the next, even like four of seven games, which like, yeah, that's not super easy, but, but it's realistic. That, like they yeah, could. even just that alone, like upsets happen every single weekend. And we know Especially how good for them. Yeah. The, team, like, the games they've won or almost won have been against some of the best teams in the league. That's the other thing. Every single game. I don't think there's ever been, there's maybe been one game actually that you're like, okay, they're out of this. This is not within reach. Like the rest of them, it's always till the very end, like till that 60 minute mark, even into overtime. I just think back to like that Buffalo game. Like they could have easily won that game and it sucks the way that ended, but that's the best team in the league. They're 10 and one, like they're feeding everyone. And they were able to stick it with them the whole entire time. Yeah. So I feel like they, I think they be play nice. better against teams that are really good. Yeah. And I think that's so like good. It's a good sign for them for their future, especially too, because they are still technically, okay, we're still building. We have this young core of like Teet, Kiernan, like Sundown and those guys. But then also you have like Count Crawford who kind of brings that veteran presence there, which kind of leads me to my next trade that they made. They sent the 2020 rookie of the year. Tyson Gibson to Colorado for forward Tyler Digby and then also Ron John who is a transition player I think that's the coolest fucking name it is cool I'm like I love that automatically one of my new favorite players on the just like Tyler Jackson because he's really (laughs) Andrew Jackson isn't Ron John like a brand of (laughs) like like beachwear or something surf shop yeah yeah. Andrew Jackson yep Mr. President (laughs) Yeah, we have the president on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so Gibson was super, super good. Obviously, he won fucking rookie of the year in 2020. But now I feel like once you have like T and Sundown and all these guys in here, that he almost got kind of overshadowed because there's so much like young power in there that it's easy to get mixed up in. So I feel like it's good fit for him to go to Colorado where I think he fits in really well with that offense. It'll give him a better chance to like show off. Whereas also now you have another veteran back in the Riptide offense to kind of balance things out. And then add on to the fact they are like, we talk about how good they are offensively. You add on Ron John here in transition, who they can always upgrade in transition, you know, also on the back end to help out. So I think it worked out for them. I like that trade. Okay. All right. I don't, I don't hate that reasoning. And I, I kind of want like a Jersey that just says Ron John on it. Right? Like, like, like a bra- Ron John oh, branded man. surf shop jersey yes. to a crossover. Exactly. Yes, that's exactly what I want. Like, yeah. not the player. I want, like, Ron John surf shop. Yeah, like, make a like, Ron John lacrosse jersey. I want it to look like Daytona Beach threw up on it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, Red in the tie. 80s, though. <laughs> like, Miami like Vice Ron style. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we need, like, a crossover. Uh, wait. 
Is it box lacrosse that does all the cool jerseys and stuff? So I always see like pictures I of think people. You might be right. I don't yeah, know. I'm not a big lacrosse guy, but see, I, I have see seen pictures. cool jerseys in lacrosse. Yeah, they have the special jerseys that they yeah, wear like at. theme night. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Like they don't okay. just wear them in warm ups. Yeah, they actually yeah. wear them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because like uh, the ECHL does that too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's sick. Like I want Ron John theme night at mm-hmm. again. Yes. Yeah, but I do. love the ECHL's jerseys. <laughs> Me too. They're so, so sick. So I, have, nice. I have some over here. <laughs> I also have a Wings jersey. So I see we want to talk <laughs> about the Wings. What are they doing? I don't know what they're fucking doing. I don't know. <laughs> they made a couple trades. I was a little confused about both of them. I looked into them a little more. I was like, okay, yes, this makes sense. So they sent Brett Hickey to San Diego, which he's one of their like top contributors. I'm like, okay, he's an unrestricted free agent. Right now, the Wings are on, like, what, a fucking five-game losing streak. So maybe they're just like, all right, cut our losses right now. Like, obviously, we're probably not going to resign him. Whatever. Let's get someone young in here. So they get the second-round pick in 2024. And now they just instantly help San Diego, who's already at the top of the West, which is not good news for anyone in that division. But then they also sent Anthony Joakim to Colorado for Stan LeClaire. So Stan LeClaire is a younger guy. Um, I think that is a good move, I guess, for him maybe just to kind of get a new setting. I don't know. But, like, I just don't get it because Higgy's been having a solid season for the Wings. And I guess they also have hope that, like, LeClaire can kind of replace that production that he was bringing as the younger guy. But they're already starting to kind of slip out of that playoff conversation. Again, like anything can happen. They can go on some crazy streak and then be right back into it. And I think big picture-wise, it makes sense to go with the younger guy for the long term rather than losing Hickey and free agency this offseason. But it was just all like kind of weird to me. There's just all moves that I don't really personally understand. But also, I think I've said it before, like, I don't understand the wings in general. <laughs> I can't figure out that fucking yeah. thing for the life of me. The fact that Blaze Reardon's not a goalie. <laughs> well, like, they have so many, like, offensive powerhouses, like, individually, but then it seems like they just have such an issue, like, meshing together as one. And if not all of them are on, like, it's either, like, all of them are on at once, they have this offensive explosion, or you just get, like, blast again. They lost 17-5 to to the Bandits. And I mean, the bandits are filthy on offense, so. But they made 55 shots on goal. Five. And, and yes, Matt Mitz is such a good <gasps> goalie. Like, such a good goalie. I'm not discrediting that at all. I put him on team of the week. He's so good. 55 shots on goal with your offense and the best you could get out of that. I think I could do goals. that. I could do that. <laughs> I could do that. I'm I've like, never held yes. a lacrosse stick in my life. <laughs> Ever. Not one time. Like, that's fucking nuts. So, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Wait, Sarah, I think that we need to film a video of me taking shots on a lacrosse net. I will miss every single one, but it, I am here for the content, baby. I'm here for that. I'm always here for that. Um, Can we go get kicked out of that park by your house again? <laughs> you got kicked Sarah, out of a park? How do you get kicked Sarah out of a park? Sarah got kicked out of a park last weekend. <laughs> my high school I was just shooting I was with that lacrosse thing just like shooting up against the wall and it was a fun day and so because I was like hey you gotta get out of here you can't <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck first of all what are you doing in the school on a Sunday like going I'm an alumni life. 
your fucking life one. There can't be both of us here lifeless losers on a Sunday hangout. But yeah, I was like, okay. Like the fuck? I'm not even doing anything bad. It's just me here alone playing fucking wall ball. <laughs> Anyways. On that note, um, the trade deadline. We talked about last week, like, oh, will Saskatchewan be buyers? Will they be sellers? I give up on this fucking team and try and predict them. They didn't do shit. Did they, <laughs> they win or lose? So they're done. You're they were winning dead. like nine to four against San Diego, who I was like, okay. All of a sudden, like fourth quarter, that just slips away. I'm out and I'm getting a notification on my phone. It's like, oh, it's nine to six. Oh, it's nine to seven. Nine to eight. Nine to nine. Oh, tied. We're going to overtime. Ten, 10 seconds. Like, the Seals win it. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And then they don't do shit at the trade deadline which whatever, but I'm like, okay, we seriously talked about for a solid like five minutes. Oh, I don't know if they'll be buyers or nothing. They're nothing. I give up. (laughs) (laughs) They should also give up, but I would just like to say that I see your next note and I want to say that ever since we decided to own Panther City in the metaverse, they have played well. Yes, Panther City on a three-game fucking win streak. We said we wanted chaos, and we have gotten we got it. but fucking chaos. They have shook up the Western Division, and I don't even think it's like, oh, like they've just had a couple of lucky games. Like they're beating good teams. Their deep or their offense dropped twenty. They scored twenty fucking goals in their last game, and they're the first team to do that. Jesus. Like go the fuck twenty off. goals, Panther yes. City. Is that that that's a lot for lacrosse, right? Oh, yeah. I know it's a that's high scoring a sport, but God, that's insane. How many did the other team score? 14? God, I would have loved to bet the over on that game. <laughs> Jesus. Tyler. And like Panther City is such a young, like offensive core with like Patrick Dodd, Phil Caputo, Will Malcolm, all those guys. And I feel like they were just kind of finding their footing the, to start off the season. And now, like, okay, we figured out who we are as a team. Like, we know our identity. We know what we're. And now they're just, like, fucking unstoppable. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I love to see them in the playoffs. I think that would be so fucking sick. And now they have shook the Western Division so much. And all these guys, like, Calgary, Saskatchewan, they're trying to, like, catch up with Panther City. I think Calgary's up on them by, like, a point. But it worked out because tonight at six, Saskatchewan and Calgary are playing each other. It's like a Thursday night match that they're remaking. They're making up some games. So I'm like, okay, I want Saskatchewan to win this one because they're already in last. So it like, doesn't matter. But then Panther City is playing Calgary this weekend. So I'm like, okay, so they have to beat Calgary. And then we just keep trucking on. And Panther City is going to shoot their way up, catch up to that third place, <laughs> take out Vancouver all gonna work out <laughs> just saying there has never been a better time to invest in panther city in the metaverse so <laughs> you can find our venmos on twitter <laughs> invest in the metaverse bitches you won't Hell regret yeah. it um I, you have for... oh tyler go I, I did i was just gonna add real quick yeah. i did look up because i was just wondering last week after i edited the show where on earth panther city is because I had no clue. Yeah, I, I found out it was in Fort Worth, and then I came across their team store. Almost bought a shirt just for fun, but I didn't end up doing it. But City maybe, fan. maybe after I get paid this week, 
we'll invest in some Panther City merch. Ooh. Um, <laughs> okay, maybe we should like we should. I'm gonna tweet you and them and be like confirmed fan with like the handshake. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if we can like do a deal. Yeah, I mean, anywhere that's named as cool as Panther City, I'm going to be your fan. So yeah, they, I need they to get my check that lecture. box. Yeah, I need to get my niece something. Also, Tyler and I are in a Survivor Fantasy League together, <laughs> and it is also getting intense. So yeah, I, yeah. we might be doing Survivor. Last night was wild. Yeah, dude. I <laughs> I kind of think that you're right about Marianne a little. Also, she drives me insane. Okay, I who's your favorite then? My favorite's Daniel because I went in because he just looks like Woody Harrelson. He okay. looks just like a younger, maybe not as famous Woody Harrelson. He looks like a low budget Woody Harrelson. Okay, that's fair. And I love him for it. Yeah, it's true. I, I think it's gonna be a good season. But- yeah, I think it's gonna be a good season. Our show's already three hours long. Sarah has <laughs> a really cool lacrosse story before yes. we talk some hockey and then move into college basketball. Yeah, so I think I've said that. I'm not a big college lacrosse follower. I just don't really have the time in the day to also be a college lacrosse fan. I check up on the scores and stuff. I'll watch highlights. But this was super cool. So not cool. Like, it's a fucking scary story. But it was just kind of like one of those sportsmanship type things where like, damn, like that kind of brings a tear to my eye. So last mm. weekend, Clemson's men's lacrosse player, John Holcomb, suffered a seizure on the field in the game against Indiana University. He collapsed on the field. And so before the ambulance arrived, an opposing player on Indiana named Harris Jaffe, I guess he's a trained EMT. He performed chest compressions on Holcomb and it kind of just like kept him like with it and also like made sure he wasn't choking on his mouth guard or anything mm-hmm. there's also an athletic trainer at the game and she helped out as well but then Holcomb a couple of days ago went up on social media saying that he is going to get surgery but he called Jaffe like a godsend and that they have connected with each other since I just think it's such like a I'm gonna feel, cry right like and I think it's something that kind of got lost in the mix just because it's all like March Madness and then also I have the fact like Ah. so many people are following college across i'm like this is like an incredible story are you fucking kidding me like obviously shout out to harris shafty because that's yeah. still, like that's insane and then i hope john holcomb gets better and that he has a speedy recovery and gets back to health but yeah that was just a nuts story and i was like i don't know why more people aren't covering this honestly I'm like dead ass, like kind of shedding a tear. Oh, I, I like teared up when I like because I saw him pop up on like my Twitter a few days ago, just like giving updates. Um, he's like, yeah, he's a godsend. Oh my god! I see. That's the thing though, is that they'll be friends for fucking ever. Oh yeah, like now they're like bonded for life. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, and ath- athletes are like that too. They'll uh, yeah. they'll hold on to that. Dude, I guarantee when homie's recovering from surgery, I almost said Sergio. Think about Sergio Perkovic, (laughs) baby. Uh, But I guarantee they're going to be like on Xbox together, like on Fortnite. Yes. 100%. -hmm. It's just like that. Um, Absolutely. So that's a dope story. I love feel good stuff like that. Um, NHL trade deadline is today's the 17th, five days (sighs) away, correct? Yeah. Um, I only have one comment outside of this stuff that I think is mostly trade deadline. 
Um, this the Bruins St. Patrick's Day sweaters are fucking sick. Oh yeah, they're really cool. I don't know how I've never do they do that every year? Yeah. I've never noticed. Really? Never. Yeah, Lauren's been trying to get her hands on a DeBrusque one actually for a while. Because there's this girl that is at every single game and always wears it. And Lauren's like, fuck you, I'm a bigger Jake DeBrusque fan. Like, I deserve to have the same Patty Stachers. Want to be like his girlfriend? Oh, it's not. It's like this like literal 10-year-old that Lauren decides her enemy. <laughs> oh my God. So Lauren has beef with a 10-year-old? Yes. <laughs> that's I that sounds about Lauren. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly on brand for her. <laughs> yes. Okay, perfect. Um, I see you have some sharks news in here for yeah. me as well. I, if you didn't see the Thomas Hurdle signed an extension, he did. I kind of expected him to be gone. I'm okay with this. I like, I mean, we don't really have anybody I think that we're going to keep long term or that is kind of like a future person for us other than like Timo Meyer. Our mm-hmm. team's kind of getting old. Like, I don't really love a lot of the people that we had, especially after all the Evander Kane drama. I don't mind this. I also thought he was going to get traded, and I know that was the general consensus. I did tend to uh, or a Snapchat last night of just something at work where they have, like, okay, here are people that are most likely to get traded. Thomas Hurdle was on that up until yesterday. So uh, this was kind of a shock, I thought. But I guess it, like, makes sense, and it seems like he's happy, the Sharks are happy. Yeah, I, yeah. And they're not really paying anybody. Like I said, like, there's – there's nobody that they're really going to be spending that money yeah. on after this year or next year. And like Timo Meyer, I hope will stick around. But other than that, like we've got money to spend. Yeah. So yeah. I- I'm cool with it. Um, I also saw that you put down that the abs are not making, they're, they're done. They're not making any oh, more no, moves. They are making more moves. Oh, they are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. See, yeah. not done. I didn't read that. I was going to say, Perfect. Who do you think that they're going after? I feel like they have to snag somebody just because they, I think that, I think that they are going to win the Stanley cup, but I've been saying that since the beginning of the season. Well, see, that's the thing. I like, again, I've said, I've picked them as my Stanley cup winner in the last two seasons. And I'm like, fuck it. I give up with this fucking team. They always fall flat. Like right when you need them the most, they get in this hot streak and get everyone's hopes up. And I love the abs because like, I know I got all that shit when I was like, oh, Kale McCarr, like, he beat the Bruins in overtime. They're like, shut the fuck up, you stupid bitch. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. I fucking love Kale McCarr. I love the abs. They trade away Tyson Jokes. I know that upset a lot of hockey Twitter girlies. They were very upset about that. But I'm like, now you guys should be wild fans. But anyways, I love the abs. And I want them to win so bad. Because, again, I think we're universally agreed the Bruins are not going to win this year. That's been accepted. They look good. And they could have I, made trade moves. Can, but Elliot Friedman like went out and said, he's like, yeah, the expectancy is that Jake DeBrus is going to stay because the Bruins are going for the Stanley Cup, which we can get that like more in detail later. But I was like, that just like doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. So then he also said the abs, they trade away to Joe. They got um, that return. And then on top of that, he's like, they're not done. They're going to stay active. They've already done so much and they have till Monday to even add on more. And they feel like they've made the upgrades already that they needed to and they're going to continue to do so they already have such a strong team offense and defense so I'm very excited for that you never know how these things pan out but I think it's going towards the right direction for them it's just that matter of 
come playoffs, that's always where they end up falling flat. And you cannot predict what's going to happen in playoffs. It doesn't matter who you have on your team. You see it every single year. You can have, like, all these top guys. And don't get me wrong. Like, I know the Lightning have, like, a pretty star-studded team as well. But, like, still, like, look at the Golden Knights last year, like, a couple years before. They don't get it done. (laughs) Well, that's the thing for me is it's, like, I feel like it's similar to – a lot of these situations like Mac Jones in New England mm-hmm. and Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, it's like Kale McCarr is so young and so cheap and he's not going to be cheap forever. And he clearly has chemistry with this team and he's fucking phenomenal. You've mm-hmm. got to, you've got to, you've got to chase it at this point with a cheap deal like that. Yeah. I agree. Like, that's, that's, that's your, that's your bread and butter right there. Yeah, no, the team's not always going to look like what it does now. And because you just financially, it can't always look like that. Mm-hmm. And that's completely normal. But like you said, like chase it now. I think it's great. They're adding all this and making all these moves now. It's just a matter of if it's going to pan out and follow them through the playoffs. Yeah, I agree with you. Then So yesterday, Panthers, who are my Stanley Cup pick, traded Frank Petrano to the Rangers. Um like, I know it was kind of free cap space because now they have bench rot. I was, ex- and I know they're not done also, but I'm like, I don't know. That's kind of a lackluster move to me. I'm not so high on Sherratt, so maybe that's why. Frank Vitrano, whatever. He's on the Bruins for a brief time. He's going to replace Greg McTagg and the Rangers. Like, sure. I, I was expecting more. Everyone keeps saying, like, oh, it's they're going to add on more. It's going to be Claude Giroux, who's playing his 1,000th game tonight. And he did say, like, I don't want to be traded before that happens. I want to have my thousandth game with the Flyers, which completely understand. Like that's very, very respectable. But I, and I know also Claude Drew said he would prefer to be traded to Florida and he does have that seniority that he can make these decisions and have that say in it. But I don't know. Well, I mean, I think that the Panthers are obviously chasing somebody, whether it be him or not, because Mm -hmm they did free up cap space, but also I feel like that's the reason why like Joe Thornton went there was because he thought that he could win. I feel like a lot of people kind of went there thinking that they could take home some hardware. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's so like obvious that their mentality is okay. Win now, like win this year. And I think they definitely have another big move coming. I don't know. I cannot predict the Panthers, like what move they're going to make at all. I feel like the obvious one is Claude Drew. And especially given the fact that he's like, yes, that's where I want to be traded, but you never know. I feel like you always have like one random team that ends up coming in and like changing the whole landscape of things at the trade deadline. I also feel like when you put super teams like this together, like it looks really good. And then you get to the playoffs and you weren't able to kind of sustain the energy that you had and you almost always felt like fall short. The only time, mm-hmm. like, I can think that that hasn't happened recently, like we talked about last week is like the Bucks and the Rams, but I feel like it's always in the NHL and the, I th- the NHL only, because obviously it works in the NBA for as far as super teams go, but I feel like these teams just kind of always fall short. I feel like yeah. it's the, the teams that people don't expect who wind up having a young kid who's like fucking outrageous who do well. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like it is always, they end up falling short. Besides, it's so hard to say that just because you look at the Lightning the last couple of years. They will not three-peat. I, you can quote me on that. I will not fucking allow <laughs> no. for the three-peat. I'm over no. it. They're done. That's over. I don't know. They, dude, I, I think can't. They might. I, as a Floridian, <laughs> I can't do that shit again. I can't. 
I hope they don't. I hope they don't. I, yeah. I am so <laughs> sick of the Champa Bay bullshit. Shut the fuck up, you losers. Just shut up. I'm you know, so Tampa, sick of the, uh, the Florida Tampa. supremacy has got to end. I'm so I'm a I'm a bad hockey fan right now. I don't keep up with it as much as I used to, just because like I spent literally half my life playing hockey and it was my life for so long. I've just kind of I'm football and golf now. Uh, big golf guy. Big golf guy. Um, but I don't know. It, like I feel like they're one of the reasons I just haven't been as invested because they just That's keep winning. The they it just keep winning. Like- it's such a bad look, not a bad look for the league, but like, how are you supposed to bring in new fans if it's like, oh, this same team's going to win again? Oh, also, they added this guy, and no one knows how the caps fit, like, how that was allowed. The cap is they, not real. Yeah, that they're allowed to sneak <laughs> in him just for playoffs while he sat out for the rest of the regular season. And oh my God, before, because I've gotten this argument on Twitter about 50 fucking times, I understand it. No one fucking write out an essay in my mentions. I understand it. It's fucking annoying though like it's just annoying it's like take the fun out of it i felt that way about the nba for a hot minute like when it was just lebron lebron and lebron yeah but i do have to comment that tyler liking hockey and golf is just so material girl (laughs) you go well i mean you you hear all these like oh golf they're hockey off season they're all just playing golf true we like uh we like sticks and balls yeah fuck yeah let's (laughs) fucking go this is a body positive podcast let's fucking ride and i've always wanted to get into lacrosse too because that's under the same umbrella yeah it is under the same umbrella you picked the right i've never been able to i've never been able to get into lacrosse this year well this is the year this summer baby you've got time Um, I am going to do this before I forget because I want to read our tea party and tweets of the week and stuff with helium, but it needs to be in front of me so I don't forget it. But I do want to talk about Jake DeBrosk. Yeah. So Ellie Friedman said, I think it was just yesterday or maybe two days ago. He said that the belief is Jake DeBrosk is not being traded because, well, I think it was two separate statements that Jake DeBrosk, the belief is he's not being traded the Bruins are going for the Stanley Cup. So that interpreted that is, okay, so Jake DeBrus <laughs> isn't being moved after requesting a trade, which has obviously caused a spiral on Bruins Twitter. I got in a fight about that a couple days ago, per usual, because I made a tweet saying, like, if Jake DeBrus is playing well and the Bruins aren't going to trade him, I understand the mentality of he doesn't want to be here. I don't want him on my team. If he's playing well, I want him on my team. I really don't give a fuck. Are you changing your mind? Jake DeBrus, pro. I thought, I thought you wanted him gone. He's playing as well as he has. This was before they, like, moved up the – changed the lines and stuff. Okay. And now that they've come back out and said, he's like, no, he still wants to trade it. But then Elliot Freeman is like, no, like, Bruins want to keep him. Keep See, him. He's playing I'm- well. I fucking keep him. I'm still on the vibe of like trading him while his value is that high, because I don't think that this is going to, I don't think that this is forever for him. Well, that's my, I'm like, okay, he's, we know he's a streaky player. That's what everyone's been saying for the last fucking four years, whatever. I'm like keep him up there playing with Marshawn and Bergeron and his game. Like it's never going to dip like it has because he's playing with such high caliber players. Whereas then 
figure it out in the off season, make any moves that you need to. If you're going for the Stanley Cup, run with it, make upgrades elsewhere, do whatever you need to do. But then everyone's like, oh, well, he doesn't want to be here, so I don't want him on my team. If he's playing well, I want him on my team. I do not give a fucking shit about that. And we know it doesn't impact the locker room because everyone has said, like, we love Jake, we support him no matter what, and has not affected us in any way. So how who are you putting on the chopping block as far as bait then instead of him well, yesterday i thought it was stanika no dude i get rid of debrusque all day before him he's your fucking future ruins develop players we've seen it for the last like six or seven years they're not even giving him the opportunity to play and then they pull him up like well he's not here in time it's always the same bullshit like i think jackson you could be playing full-time in the NHL right now on so many different teams. And I would love for him to have that opportunity, just knowing the way that like Don Sweeney, them operate. It's like, okay, unless this guy goes down, this guy goes down, you're going to play the fourth line with these like random schmucks that we rotate out every now and then. And this is like bottom tier. And then you have to show what you can do. And if you don't show up in those three games, then we're going to knock back down to Providence for like a month. See, I think that he should be up there full time, but like, yeah, I agree to be up here full time, but I obviously the Bruins are doing that. But like, for me, it's like, I think that he's, I think him and Sway are the future of that team. And I, 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 I don't put him up there. I, I just can't like, he's so filthy and he's so young. Well, yeah, yeah, he is super young. And then also there's people who are like, okay, then trade Swayman for, I saw a lot of Swayman no. for Do not touch Swayman. Do no. not touch Swayman. Like no, I get rid I, of Taylor Hall before I got rid of Sway. You have a lot more flexibility when it comes to those guys like Jack Stanika. A goaltender, no, no, I no. You you there? You no. have no flexibility there because no. Omar is not. No, you just you can't. He's your Even future. For some like crazy number one top prospect, Jeremy Swayman has proven himself. Keep him here. Keep him for the long term. That's your future right there. I agree. I, but I feel that way about Stanika too. I don't know. It's tough. Like, but that's the thing is that I, even if you do trade Stanika, that's not enough. You you have to package somebody else. And there's really oh, yeah. nobody else. There's nobody else in Providence that I think is worth a shit right now. That's the thing. Cause he's like the big name. And if this is just my, under my impression that, okay, they're not going to trade, trade to Bruss. I'm like, so who can we get that's worth it? If they're making a run at the Stanley cup. It has to be someone like Stanika and then just like a shit ton of other prospects that no one's going to know. But then it's also tough because teams don't want to take that chance because no one knows what Jack Stanika looks like regularly playing at the NHL level right now. Like, oh, here's an NHL ready player, but we have given him so little opportunity. He's never been able to find his footing up here. Yeah, it's tough. I think you got to give the kid some that's your I mean like that's the thing the Bruins are notorious for fucking up their draft picks we talk about the 2015 draft god fucking all the time Mm -hmm. but it's like I I don't want them to do that to him and I understand your concern you wanting to trade him but my fear is that it's it's kind of a lose-lose like either he loses out on some opportunities in his career or Bruins fans are gonna have to watch him be fucking fantastic somewhere else I mean, at this point, I feel like we see it so many times already where it's like guys get packaged out and sent out as all these young, same deal. They get like maybe 10 shots up at the major level and then they're like, okay, 
we're not going to develop them properly. We're going to let them float back and forth like this taxi squad bullshit. And they're going to be stuck in this organization for like five years. And then they're going to be like, okay, fuck you. I was your top pick and you're not even giving me a chance. And I do think it has to do with the fact that the Bruins do still have that like older veteran core. And as that turnover comes, I think maybe we'll see hopefully a difference in the way they develop their players. But right now, I think it's very much that locker room mentality of, okay, seniority comes first. Like, you're not going to mess with what has been working all these years, even though they haven't won a Stanley Cup since 2011. That was going to be my next point was that just there's about to be so much turnover for the Bruins Mm -hmm. because everyone's getting so old. That's my other concern. And I texted you yesterday that I thought that there had to be a trade because they pulled people up and didn't send anybody down. So like, do you think this is maybe like my last point about the Bruins because we're already almost two hours into this thing, but like, do you think that that's happening or do you think that they're just going to roll out? I think they're just going to, if what they're saying is, okay, we're going for the Stanley cup this year. I'm under the impression that they're going to just keep rolling with what they have, maybe make one upgrade or two to their lineup somewhere like on the third or fourth line, but just keep going with what they have we know like Bergeron's reaching towards the end of his career, which that kills me to say. So they just kind of want to make that one last go at it. But that's kind of what the mentality has been the last few years. Like I will stand by in this belief that 2019 was their window. That was their time. They fucked it up. I do not think they're winning a Stanley Cup with that same core. We've already lost crew. We've lost Krejci. We've lost Rask. I think that time has passed and you have to take on, okay, McAvoy, Pasternak, uh, Swayman, like that's the guys you should be focusing and building your team around from now on. Yeah, I agree. Um, any other thoughts from you before we talk about Tyler's hockey point? My single point. Hey, no, it's a good one. It's a, it's, it's a great one. I just had Patrice Bergeron's out for at least two games, which fucking sucks. Um, Mark, this is weird. Mark Giordano hit his a thousand career game last night with the crack not with the kraken but obviously he's on the kraken they benched him for it they had him suit up so he could go do the pregame ceremony and take the pictures and whatnot but because he's on the trading block you know they didn't want to play him to not stress injury they had this man suit up so he could reach the thousandth game mark but then not play is that not like the most i don't think that should count thing? Is that I don't think that so should count. Yeah, no, that's fucked up. Counts. And like, because I went and I was like, there's no way. But then if you go on a stat sheet online, sure enough, they all updated a thousand games played. Like, that's so fucked. <laughs> that is fucked up. Um, Tyler wants to talk about Obi and I. Yes, my guy. Yep. Okay. My guy. So, I mean, I when I say I want to talk about Obi. All I have is that he passed uh, Yager, Mr. Yeah. Yaramir. Um, I, can't, I, I can't remember the number. I read it earlier, but it forgot like the number. It's like 760 something, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so I'm a big caps guy. I, I know that you all, <laughs> you Bostonians feel a certain way against us. I'm but... a Sharks fan. I just hate your roster. And I know y'all hate Tom Wilson too, my boy. Yeah. Oh, that's who, no! yes. who I modeled my game after back in oh. the day. My guy. All I, I so I was 
I was just, I was not very fast. I was not very good at shooting. So I would just hit people and I would fight people. That was my thing. I can respect that, but not modeling your game after Tom Wilson specifically. No. Yeah, so it wasn't Sarah. Tom Wilson specific. It wasn't originally Tom Wilson. At first it was Mike Green. I don't know if y'all remember him. He had the, he had like a faux hawk. Yes. Very, yes, yes. very okay, early, yeah. like 2000s. Early 2000s, yeah. guy, yeah, yeah, like had sleeve tattoos. I wore what was his number 52, I think. I wore that was my number. I was his biggest fan for the longest time, and then he went to Detroit, and then I found Tom Wilson. I was like, that's my new guy. No. That's my new guy. Um, Boo. but yeah, uh, and technically, technically, I'm also out. technically I'm also a Caps employee. So I can't trash talk them. Okay. I, I'm right. a game night sure. marketing staff employee. I will be up there on Sunday working. At the least game. they have one thing going for them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got on the caps. Okay. So, all yeah. right, cool. I think that's a good point. I'm glad we Oh, and that. they're 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 looking at trading it for Max Domi. I looked, did one Google search this morning. Max Domi's on their radar. I remember Max Domi from Arizona. Was a hey, big Domi. fan of him for a second. I'm not a big Max because he's a fighter too. I would say he's also like linked to Bruins take him. Don't want him. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember liking him years ago. That's all I have on him. So. Wait, so Tyler, do you like to fight people? Oh yeah, I've been I I'm missing a tooth because of it. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, that was do my thing. My nose, you? my nose is like messed up. I've had surgery on it once to try to fix like the breathing. I can't breathe through my nose very well. I need fight footage. I don't know. We might. We what might. do you think your career record is? Oh, I definitely lost more than I. But <laughs> like also the the like fighting in like hot hockey, at least in Virginia, it's like we get at it for like a second and then the refs get away from each other. So That's so funny. There was a fight in the locker room once. That was like my biggest fight. Oh. They came into our locker room because at oh, the I local rink. Me too. I thought you were fighting a team. No, 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 like- no. At so at the at the one rink we went to up in like I think it was like Northern Virginia, middle of Virginia. The locker rooms were connected with the, by the bathroom, and it was Terrible a really idea. chippy game. It was a really chippy game. I I might have gotten kicked out of it for like boarding or something. Um, and at the end of the game, they came over, like into the bathroom. And there was just a massive fight in the bathroom. I can't remember how it started. I just remember walking into the locker room. People were fighting. So I just started like trying to break people up and also fighting. So I say, yeah. there's, I don't know what's going on. Swinging. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was yeah. expecting you to be like, yeah, I shoved this dude's face into a locker. No, no, no lockers. No lockers. We oh, can't afford. We're, we're hockey in Virginia. We don't have lockers. We barely have ice rinks. <laughs> hey, I covered hockey in Alabama, okay? I get it. They have hockey in Alabama? Thank you. Wow. <laughs> I have an Auburn hockey puck right there. Okay. Okay. I'll bring, uh, whenever I end up coming up to Boston, I'll bring you a JMU hockey puck. Perfect, because Add I the collection. Have, yes, I, I do actually have a collection of college hockey pucks. Um, 
So speaking of college hockey, I want to talk about the hockey's finals before we finally get to the headline of the show, which is our brackets. Sorry for the wait. We just had tons to talk about. This is just the biggest sports month ever with baseball being how it is. Um, the hockey East qu- quarterfinal, semi semifinals, hockey's semifinals, nailed it. Are tomorrow. Uh, UMass Lowell plays UMass at four, and Northeastern plays UConn at seven. Sarah, I need a comment. Can we put some like really sad violin music over this? <laughs> World's Steve smallest violin. Is I out. Fuck <laughs> hockey. Fuck college hockey. I'm done here. <laughs> Can I ask you what happened? I wasn't even watching the game. I because I was fucking out and about. I had to work during the day, so I was like, I'll watch it later once I get home. I was maybe it's just cocky me. I was like, they're gonna pull it off over them. I'm not worried. And then people started tweeting at me. They're like, uh oh, like my huskies. I'm like, shut the fuck up. And at that point, there's still like four minutes left. Like, there's so much time. There's so much time. Whatever. And then I kind of just, like, shut off my phone at that point. <laughs> and then I, like, regrouped, like, an hour later. And I saw my notification. And then I went and, like, looked at the recap. Where I'm like, I'm just not going to say anything. Because I talk way too much shit. Too much to shit. Even, like, <laughs> I cannot even go out and, like, say a word about this. <laughs> I had so much faith in them beating UConn. What? Like, so much faith. And actually, you know what? I'm really, really, really pissed at BU right now because not even just at BU, just at Wilmer Scoob because he won't follow me back on Instagram and I'm literally in love with him. I'm just upset. I love him so much and he just doesn't even know I exist. Like They all broke my fucking heart. I'm glad I wasn't watching that game because I worked during the day. And then I was like, this, I was like, oh, because at first I saw, I was like, oh, this sucks. Like, I'm going to miss this. Like, oh, thank God. That was, no, that would have killed the whole mood. That would have killed the day. Okay. And now I, like, I'm like, okay, I'll watch the games and stuff, but I don't really have a rooting interest at this point. Whereas, like, when I'm watching BU, I'm, like, so into it now. I'm just like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, UML versus UMass, who are you taking? Amherst. Okay, and uh, Northeastern Yukon. I feel like I can't pick. I want to pick Northeastern, but I'm like, I was like, oh, BU's going to kick Yukon's ass. So, fuck. <laughs> I don't know because I also don't want to pick Northeastern because fuck Northeastern. But- pick one, bitch. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we picked completely opposite. I'm taking UML and Northeastern. Tyler, I know you probably don't watch the Hockey East, but you got Give me pick. UConn. Give me UConn. Okay, and are you taking UMass Lowell or regular UMass? Standard UMass. You, fuck you guys. I'm going to win this shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I just picked so that- the two schools I know, so... <laughs> That was us talking college hockey. Um, College basketball highlight of the show. We posted our brackets earlier today. Sarah and I have the same winner. Tyler has a different winner. 
Yeah, um, and your winner, by the way, it's a close game. They're going right now. I've had mm-hmm. I I don't know if you've seen me like looking off to the right. Mm-hmm. It's a close game. It's 41-37 uh, at the start of the second. Okay. Sarah, did you fill it out on ESPN or no? Uh that's definitely no. Um okay. <laughs> I've only I've only missed one game so far. Two games. I fuck Richmond beat Iowa. Richmond, yes, I was also gonna say that. Me? Richmond beat Iowa. Okay. And then so- UNC is about to destroy Marquette. Damn it, I picked Marquette. It's 53-25 at the uh, at halftime. Jesus Christ. It's a, yeah, it's a boat race there. Sarah had Providence. Me and Tyler both didn't have Providence. Mm-hmm. So um, I think Sarah's might technically be winning. I Sarah's is winning. So yeah. let's just talk, let's just talk <laughs> about our Elite Eight. I want to compare our Elite Eights. Um in the West, I have Gonzaga and Duke. Who do you Sarah? I know you have Gonzaga. Who do you have? I would say, let me pull it up. I'm not going to lie. I made all these decisions just on a whim last night during it. <laughs> Tyler, who do you so, have? So, yeah, I have Arkansas, Duke. I have Arkansas beating uh, Gonzaga in uh, the Sweet 16. Okay, why? <sighs> I, I just feel like Gonzaga is a little – I mean, they're not overhyped because they're very good, but they're always – Gonzaga's like – I can't remember what conference they're in, but they play nobody. Every they year. don't. They play they don't. absolutely nobody. There is a stat. Uh, shout out Michigan again. Um, there's. It's like over the past twenty something years, Gonzaga has the most Sweet Sixteen uh, berths, and okay. Michigan has the second most. I can't remember the exact numbers on how many. Okay. But they're they're both up there, and Gonzaga plays nobody. So I think Michigan has them there. Okay. All right. Um, I picked Duke to lose in the Sweet 16, so I don't know. I just – I don't think Duke or UNC is that impressive this year. Like, I don't really care if it's Coach K's last year. Like, your team is what your team is. But yeah, Duke is my national champion. Because I know, which is crazy I'm, to me. I'm a big advocate, and it's definitely much more a college football thing than it is a college basketball thing, but I'm taking that. Losing at the right time. Okay. I think that – Coach K, I'm not going to call conspiracy, but I think there's a possibility that Coach K knew what he was doing when he lost to UNC and when he lost to Virginia Tech to get a lower seeding, even though it didn't really work. He got the two seed. But I think he might have dropped those games. Or if someone told me he dropped those games on purpose, I wouldn't argue against it. Okay, so how far do you have Auburn going if that's the case? Auburn, I have them losing to uh, Kansas in the Elite Eight. Okay. So, okay. and I really like, and it was a, it's kind of a coin flip at that point because okay. I really like Auburn, but I couldn't put them over Kansas. I, I have them losing in that game as well, and it's it's I do think that Jabari Smith is going to be the first person taken He's in the draft. He's so good. He's so good. Me and my shaker over here, um, Weagle Weagle, Warzam Eagle, kick him in the butt, Big Blue, but. Um, I do think Jabari Smith is going to be the first pick in the draft. And for me, it's not even like a depth issue at Auburn. It's obviously not a coaching issue because Bruce Pearl is phenomenal. For me, it's just, I think that Auburn peaked too soon. And mm-hmm. it's not like Gonzaga for me where they peaked really early on in the season. Like Auburn peaks like that January, December time. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's just too soon for them to hit a second peak in the season for them to have like a good run. Mm-hmm. Um. 
So that was my reasoning there out of, wait, Sarah, who do you have between coming out of the West into your elite eight? Um, Gonzaga and Texas tech. Okay. Okay. And you have Gonzaga going forward because they're your winner. Texas tech's not a bad pick. I like Texas tech. I think, I think Texas tech's getting a little hated on right now, at least from the internet that I've seen. I don't know why people don't believe in them anymore, but they've just completely dropped them. I I like like listening to you guys. like reasoning for these things. I'm like, I don't even want to say what my reasoning for this is. Wait, I I need to know. know. Uh, Wait, no, what? Like, why? Why'd you pick Texas Tech? Because uh, my friend Emma went there. Oh, nice. (laughs) Okay, but see, this is this is what Tyler and I were talking about this morning. We know that your bracket is going to beat the shit out of ours. Oh yeah. Just be just because we put in months of preparation into this, and March Madness is like fucking fantasy football. It's the Mm -hmm. biggest crapshoot of all time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so out of also, I want to bitch about the conferences because they make no fucking sense. The the like the bracket division yeah. or whatever yeah, it like is. How is the North, Auburn in South, the Midwest? Whatever. Shut up. You know, I think they should be called different things. I don't think they should be called. I think they're called Midwest, Southwest, and East based on where they're being played. Because oh. I think like the games in the East, I think, are in playing played in pittsburgh that uh west i think is vegas south is i was is that you is that greensboro maybe i would asheville maybe and midwest is i think well no that's not true because i think michigan's playing in indianapolis so i don't know your guess who fucking knows knows? i could probably i I could probably google it but i'm not gonna google it um the south i have houston and villanova i took villanova to go to my elite eight um who do you guys have there so i really like villanova i think they they're probably the most experienced team in the tournament in terms of like being to the con or to the uh, tournament before yeah and i think that's important Mm -hmm. but i have experience is important especially in front of a fan like in front of fans yeah yeah and you didn't have that last year too and they had and villanova has like experience in front of fans they have fifth years yeah yeah um but i have them losing to tennessee in the uh 16 okay i i don't like most of my picks i don't really know why (laughs) i'm just feeling tennessee they're they're tennessee's a very good team yeah but i i think it's it could go either way Okay. Uh, and then I have them playing against Chattanooga in the Elite Eight, which is a that wild is pick. It's ballsy. a wild one. Yeah, it's ballsy. a it's a mid major. It's a mid major. <laughs> but Chattanooga has two incredible players. Um, what's his name? Like John Baptiste or something, and Malachi Smith. Mm-hmm. They're they're going to go high in the NBA draft, yeah. I would assume. Yo, um, have you seen this jelly kid from UAB? Yes, I have Jelly. Go, I have them losing to uh, Chattanooga. I Beast. wanted to have them go. I, I just couldn't like justify them going past. I love I just you, picked, baby. I just picked Jelly because his name is Jelly. Jelly. That yeah, was just I like one him. of my fun picks. I love him. But, um, um, Sarah, who do you yeah. have in the South for your Elite Eight? In the South, I have Illinois, Tennessee. Okay. And then Midwest, I just said that I have Auburn and Kansas, and I have Kansas beating Auburn. Yeah, same. Okay. Um, I have Providence, Wisconsin. <laughs> Still alive. 
still alive. Still alive. I was so convinced Providence was going to lose to South Dakota. I was convinced Providence like South, was going to fucking lose. South Dakota is supposed to be one of the best shooting teams in the country, and they just didn't show up today. It was the turnovers. We talked about this Yeah, earlier. it was the, the turnovers. turnovers. Yeah. Unreal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unreal. Um, so my final four, I have Gonzaga, Baylor, Villanova, and Kansas. You guys, who do you have? So I have Duke, Indiana, which is a wild pick because they're, okay. uh, they're a playing game. You need one. They, you need one. And so my reasoning there, it went completely away from my, like, statistical gambling mind. <laughs> I just wanted Big Ten representation. So that's why I went with them. Um, and Tyler then on the other likes side, to fight people and gamble. What a guy. Yes. Yes. Uh, so Duke, Indiana, Tennessee, and Kansas is my final four. Okay. Sarah, who's your final four? Um, Gonzaga, Illinois, Marquette, and Providence. <laughs> okay. Well, Marquette's about to be out. Yeah. Marquette's but getting okay. destroyed. But that's okay. We are. Yeah. We, hey. Michigan came back today, brother. They did. They did. It is. Let's see. Let's check the score real quick. So the second just started. So it, no change. Okay. Like, so I will I, probably not watch a second of it. So I'm not that bothered. <laughs> Tyler and I have been texting each other all day. Mm-hmm. All day. It's hey, it's that time of the year. The grind. Yeah. Um, I have Gonzaga and Kansas in my championship game. And Sarah, you probably didn't pick a score for a tiebreaker because you didn't fill out the ESPN one. But I have Gonzaga beating Kansas, and my tiebreaker score was 62-58 Gonzaga. I think I sent a screenshot to Tyler because I had a tiebreaker. I don't know if he showed up, but my tiebreaker was 69-70. I didn't write that down. But So mine is Duke, Tennessee. I can't remember. I don't have ESPN up because I just have mine, like, printed and written on the the paper. But I think it was, like – Who owns a printer? Me. I own like three printers. <laughs> I, 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 do not, though. <laughs> I do not own a printer. You gotta, I love, I love a uh, good, I might only own one for March Madness. So <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, okay. But Duke, Tennessee is mine. And I think it was like 71 to 65, maybe. It's in that neighborhood. Okay. So. So I think we collectively, Sarah's the worst person to bargain with of all time. So I hope Sarah doesn't lose because she never pays it forward. But <laughs> hey, I my schedule does not accommodate those things. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but so what winner, do we want to do something for the winner or do we want to do a punishment for the loser? I think we should do something for the winner. Yeah. What do we, what do we, what do we think is good? I don't know. You know, it's much easier to punish a loser than it is to award a winner. I think, I think. I think that we, whoever the two losers are, have to say three nice things about the winner publicly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Sure. Okay. Sarah's okay. going to win. Sarah's going to win. She's absolutely going to win. I just don't have anything nice to say about Sarah. That's my fear. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going get thinking right now. Your favorite things about me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You have Providence and Marquette in your final four. It's going to be. So I did. Image. I did look. Uh, I texted Kendra this. I just for fun, put all put your final four into a parlay. One dollar would win like thirty seven thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. 
He sent me a screenshot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, become a betting woman. <laughs> Sarah, it's a dollar. Yeah, it's a dollar. Yeah, it's might as well. I mean, Marquette's, yeah. it's a little late, but. Yeah, it's, it's a little, you know. I actually placed my first sports bet a few weeks ago. It was an NLL one. I was oh. told to do something in Panther City. I Y'all can bet on there. the NLL there? If I could bet, bet on the NLL on anything. Here. I can't I can't do that in Virginia because Virginia is stupid and likes to regulate my bets. Do you so have I can't, a bookie? No, I mean I just use like the apps. Like the That's screenshot true. I texted you was uh FanDuel. I was gonna so, say I, I used to. I used to have a bookie at, at JMU. <laughs> yeah. That was before it was like actually legal and regulated, but now it's I easy. I can just pull it up on my phone and put in some bets real quick. I did not know that you were a secret bad boy. I secret. I it's not a secret. <laughs> <laughs> I've always drinks, been a degenerate. He, cusses, he fights, he has a yeah. bookie. What doesn't he do? <laughs> <laughs> um okay cool i'm excited i and we can say nice things about each other there's really yes. i will if i win i will shotgun a seltzer of the crowd's choice as long as i'm not <laughs> allergic to it um i think we got to move into our pop culture shit tyler yours is my favorite so i want to talk about yours first i'm also i want to talk about this with helium because i think it'd be great actually <laughs> tweets, the tweets will be better with helium so our tweets this week are crazy I don't have any tweets because okay. I, I have, have a total one. of like less than 200 followers on Twitter. So <laughs> you gotta get Tyler's cloud up. Yes. Follow Hell me. Yeah. But so my, <laughs> my pop culture. So the Oscars are next week. I, I'm not going to be on next week, but they're going to be like awful. They've been awful for a long time. And I'm, so I'm also a big movie guy along with, you know, golf and college football movies are my number three. Okay, okay. The Oscars are going to absolutely suck. Okay. I don't know how you all feel about Amy Schumer. I hate Amy Schumer. I hate Amy Schumer. Hey, probably the worst comedian. They decided, you know, we're going to bring in... They, the ratings have been in the dumpster for years now. What is, so what do the kids want? They want Amy Schumer, obviously. <laughs> so they're bringing Amy Schumer in to host the Oscars. That's going to be hosting? a nightmare. She's hosting the Oscars. That's going to be my nightmare. It's going to be awful. (laughs) I I don't even want to watch, but I I feel inclined to. Uh, But it's going to be so bad. And then they also cut to, like, save time. People always complain about how long the speeches are for whatever. They cut, like, seven of, like, the – like, obviously, you got best picture, best animated movie, best actress, best actor, all those. They cut, like, best editing. and And for, like – it's just dumb. They cut Movies like these don't happen without that. They yeah, exactly. They cut editing. They cut like costume and makeup. They cut. Did they cut cinematography? They might have cut cinematography. Really? I can't if remember. We the didn't list. have an editor. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah, they cut my they cut my award. <laughs> but, Those assholes. Uh, but yeah. So and then just like it's awful. But on a brighter note, uh, our favorite actress sydney sweeney she's been cast in a marvel movie which i'm thrilled for with my favorite actress with dakota fanning you like you're dakota fanning girl i only because everyone says i look like her okay i can kind of see it yeah wait it's dakota johnson not dakota fanning right is it not dakota fanning i thought it was dakota johnson people say i look like dakota fanning 
but Dakota I think it's Dakota so Johnson. Dakota I mean, maybe Johnson I just mixed up my Dakota. I don't know stupid. many Dakotas. I don't know many Dakotas, so I may have mis- mixed them up. I don't think Fanning still acts, does she? Yeah, it's Dakota Johnson. Who is Dakota Fanning? She was in a, she's in a lot of stuff when she was little. Yeah. Yeah, she's like my second favorite. Actress oh yeah, it's definitely it's not Dakota Fanning. I don't know yeah. who Dakota Fanning is. It's weird because both of my favorite actresses have the same name, and it's not a common name. Why do I but... even know Dakota Fanning? <laughs> you definitely saw some of her movies when we were all like young. Oh, she was she in the Cat the... in the Hat. Yeah, like those <laughs> type of movies. Yeah, everyone so always says I look Dakota like her because Johnson. I have guys. Dakota Johnson, excuse me. Yes. Uh, from. What was it? The Fifty Shades movies? Shades of Grey. Yeah. Yes. She's not my favorite actress Ellen. because of those movies. She's my favorite actress because of like her as a person. Called out mm. Ellen. <laughs> yes, she did call out Ellen. And she's like a style icon. Like she, I love Chris Martin. Their house is beautiful. And she like did all of the design. Like it's so cool. Mm. But yeah, that's that's really all I have. So can we go see it together? Have a watch party? Hell yeah. Okay, cool. Um, my pop culture shit of the week I'm sharing with Sarah because it's the one thing that we wanted to talk about. It's the only thing we have to talk about every week. And it's the <laughs> fucking Kardashian family. But team skeet forever. Tyler, yes. did you see this? Yeah, I didn't see it, see it. I definitely know of it though. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna I didn't see like I didn't see like the like main thing, but I saw all the jokes about it. So Okay, I'm going to read it because I feel like a majority of our audience won't know what we are talking about, but I'm going to read the text if I can find them. Um, Wait, who posted them the other day? I think, didn't Kanye post them? No, like a... Oh, Chicks in the Office. Yes, yeah, Chicks in the Office, in the office is who I saw. Yeah, yeah they're okay. on top of that shit. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to look it up so that I can read them to everybody. Because I think that I sent you that. I think I sent you that. Um, Where are they? God, they post so much. Here we go. Here it is. Okay. So these are text messages. Nope. Just kidding. That's about Kim's tattoo. Holy shit. They post they so post constantly. much. Yeah, they post a lot. Yeah, if you, if you want to be in the know in pop culture, Chicks in okay. the Office might be the move. So Pete it. Davidson is dating Kim Kardashian. And he. this is a little bit of a read. So bear with me. I'm going to swallow all my spit. Pete Davidson texted Kanye and he said, yo, it's skeet. Can you please take a second and calm down? It's 8 a.m. and it don't gotta be like this. Kim is literally the best mother I've ever met. What she does for those kids is amazing and you are so fucking lucky that she's your kid's mom. I've decided I'm not gonna let you treat us this way anymore and I'm done being quiet. Grow the fuck up. And Kanye said, oh, you're using profanity now? Where are you at? And he goes, in bed with your wife and sends a selfie. And Kanye goes, happy to see you're out of hospital and rehab. And Pete goes, same here. It's, it's wonders what those places do when you go to get help. You should try it. I'm in LA for the day if you want to stop being a little internet bitch boy and talk. Um, wait, this is the next thing. And he, he says, you don't scare me, bro. Your actions are so pussy and embarrassing. It's so sad to watch you ruin your legacy on the daily. And Kanye goes, you're more than welcome to come to Sunday service. And it was basically like them fighting about how like Kanye is a bitch and like won't see him outside of like his arena at Sunday service. And and then Pete basically goes on to say, I've saved your ass from SNL making fun of you to like prevent hurting Kim. You're a bitch. Stop being this way. Um, so I want to talk about that because I am team Pete Davidson. Kanye's a pussy and like he's 
his actions, like it's gotten past the point where I think like it's funny anymore. I'm like genuinely concerned for like the kid's safety to a degree. Yeah, no, fuck Kanye West. Anyone who's team Kanye is pick me boys. <laughs> <laughs> and also I've always been fuck Kanye West because I do love his music as much as it kills me to say. I think I said it when we were like doing a question and answer like way, way long ago that he's probably someone that I would put in my top three as much as I hate to say it. Forget his fucking music. This is so dangerous to kids. This is so dangerous to his kids. And then you just think about all the other women who have to deal with this shit that aren't Kim Kardashian, don't have all the money and publicity in the world. That it's like, that's fucking terrifying. And the way he acts is so just like out of line that it stopped being funny a while ago. Like, and I don't see any issue in what Pete Davidson said. People are like, well, he like sent a picture of him like in bed with his wife. Like, yeah. They're dating. Have you seen the shit Kanye's posting? Like, that is the least. Like, that's what you took from that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's your own issue. Then, like, you also concern me and kind of scare me if that's all you took from this. I also just, like, you have to think that when the kids are older, <coughs> I just ate chocolate and I'm dying. <laughs> Hold on. ASMR. I'm literally crying. I was like, my blood sugar is dropping. I'm going to die. Look at my, I'm literally crying. Um, <laughs> But my concern is that the kids are going to get older and they're going to see this stuff. And it's like, you know, that you're in the public eye, you know, that this stuff stays around forever. Like the kids are going to see this. Like, do you really want this to be the example of like how to treat a woman that you're making for North and Chicago? Like, I just like, this is how you're treating their mom. And like, this is going to be around forever. I don't think he's thinking about it like that, but like, that's how you should be thinking about it. Yeah. That's on daddy issues. Those baby. those kids though, they're they're Kardashians. They're gonna be. It's true. Something else. Cut so, throat. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm definitely also uh, Team Pete Davidson. He's the best thing Saturday Night Live yeah. has going for them right now because mm-hmm. they are speaking of things that are in the dumpster with the Oscars. Saturday Night Live is also there with them. It's true. So Team Skeet forever. Um, Tea Party this week. Uh, we already talked about Kevin Durant. I was gonna say my other Tea Party thing. Nesson cut all news programs. So my question is like, what are they going to do before and after Red Sox games and before and after ESPN Bruins games or even regular Bruins games? Like, are they going to have like a Bruins broadcast during the Bruins games? Like, well, I I have no idea what's going to happen, but that just feels so cheap. And like, like what? I just don't get it. What is What's the plan here? Uh. I'm not gonna lie I was talking to my friend Evan a few days ago and you're we just talking about like remember when you were younger like growing up and you're watching Nets and you're looking like yeah I want to do that like that's the pinnacle job blah 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 and then as time goes on you like start to realize especially once you're working and you're like okay like this is not what I thought it was like Nesson like I feel like it's like kind of looked at in New England as like this holy grail but then they do shit like this and you're like, wait, do you like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. I like, I just, I don't know. I can't say a whole lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, I'm, I'm curious. I, I do. That's how I felt when I moved here too, because like, I didn't start working for them obviously when I was in college, but like, I don't know. And it's, it's crazy because like, no matter where you go in the country, like, if someone knows sports or likes sports, like they know Nesson, you know, it's just like, I'm confused as to like what. So I actually don't know Nesson. 
I don't think okay. we have it here. I like I, I know of of Nesson, like just mm-hmm. through like social media and all that yeah. stuff. We don't have it here. Yeah, At least not to reg- my knowledge. So it's a regional network. Yeah. It's I the, imagine it's, it's kind of like we've got NBC Sports Washington mm-hmm. is yep, probably yeah. the equivalent. So yep, totally. Yeah. I don't know. It's like the biggest regional network in the country. So like people mm-hmm. know of Nesson, but it's just like I remember we talked about when they had those ESPN games and instead of like doing a post game show, they just went straight into fucking Charlie Moore. Yeah. Which Charlie Moore needs to get off Nesson. Fuck Charlie Moore. That's the worst fucking thing. And one time I saw him at a Bruins game and he was a total ass to people. So get him off the air. <laughs> he can go with the Oscars in SNL, baby. <laughs> um, I see you have a tea party segment and I just pulled it up and read it and went and liked Mina Kimes tweet. Um, this, I don't, apparently, okay. So I do not know who Laura Wagner is. I guess she is kind of like, a well-known person it came to be I did not realize that but she tweeted one day I really really will write about the women in sports media who look around and crunch the numbers and reach the accurate conclusion that their success hinges largely on their willingness to play the hot girl who's also one of the guys it's so apparently this was about someone specific it was about Mina Kimes I think someone said that Mina Kimes thought it was about her it's not about her it's this other woman who I also never heard about I don't know. There's this whole sector, I guess, of women's sports media that I did not know existed. Anyways, <laughs> um, but I understand what she was trying to say. And I didn't realize at first that this was about a specific person. So I was like, maybe she just worded it poorly. Like she's blaming women when that's not on women. That's just how the industry built. But then mm-hmm. once I found out it was about a woman in specific who like, I think she has like a betting show or something with like three other men. And like she posted something, it was like, oh, just one of the boys. And that's what that got spin into. Like, blame it on her. One, why the fuck do you care? That does not affect you how people choose to go about their career or who they are as a person. And I'm like, why does it sound just like jealous? Like you're mad that someone's hot? Like, I, I don't understand this tweet. Also, like if someone wants to like identify like that, like, why do you care? Like, we know that like pick me girls are a thing, but like it doesn't always have to be that way sometimes it's just people's interest <laughs> yeah like I make jokes like that does that mean like you're gonna write a story about me bitch do it I'm like I'm sorry if we're talking pick me working in sports on the surface comes off as it does <laughs> yeah bare minimum like okay we're all women in sports that's kind of pick me behavior of us if that's how it we're is. going about it <laughs> yeah and it's like but I recognize not what that. it is yeah not what it is like who the fuck cares being one of the guys like I don't give a shit like this is what we're passionate about so who the fuck cares but then yeah like I made a tweet like I think we're all cute and smart and then Sarah it was like getting uglier to own the libs like what like what is the point that this woman is trying to make I don't know and then once I found out about a specific woman I was like okay that makes it even worse because there are people trying like oh she just worded it wrong like this no, is you just, didn't. like ugly. This was an ugly tweet. <laughs> you said what you said, sweetie. Um, Tyler, do you have anything? I don't know. I don't know. Could, my Oscars content probably could have fallen in Tea Party. Okay. I'll, but, I'll let it. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, tweets of the week. Sarah, you have my favorite fucking thing that I've heard all week. Big John is back. <laughs> I guess he's been back for a while. I didn't pull up his uh, Twitter. I did not realize this. He is, he's been back and I feel like a dick. <laughs> um, you guys 
now I have a soft spot for him, even though he's like totally so fucking creepy. I, I think we I, need Big John t-shirts. Honestly, Ooh. though, like I have a soft <laughs> spot for him. So first, it started off. <laughs> oh yeah, this feels back. right. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, he's been back since February 23rd. Same account or same account or new account? Same account. Sportsman2050. And so it started off, which I don't know how I'm just realizing this now. He tweeted our account, like the podcast account. That was his first tweet back. It was when I had Mackie on. It was like, oh, what is like, does anyone have any questions? Here's Bond. How do you keep the bosom so plump with the cancel emojis as he does? And then. I tweet about like pumping gas, the wind knocking me over. He's like, I wish I was gas so bad. Um, <laughs> then he said, first you get me banned. Like in response to something I said, like he quote retweets, like first you get me banned. And now I came reply. This was on December 30th. Cause that was when I turned off my replies. And then mm. he tweeted at me again, March 9th to make sure I saw it. And that's how I like realized like, oh my God, he's bad. <laughs> And then he go. actually tweeted respond to you, Kendra, when you said the thing about whipped cream and Anthony respond, I love busting cream. Yes, that's one of my tweets of the week. I can't remember. What did I say? Where, what uh, did the guy? Sneak late night mouthfuls of whipped cream are my kind of people. And Anthony said, Kendra, I love busting cream. And Big yes. John quote and said, Ayo. Yes, <laughs> I did see that, but I didn't know it was Big John. And then five or six days ago, you tweeted me because I tweeted my snap memories from like Aruba saying that COVID wasn't real in Aruba or something. He goes, it was just a picture of like a dog on the beach in Aruba. And he quote retweeted, guy with the bosoms out. And then the cancel. Oh my God. <laughs> so he's he get- back. He is Oof. back. Welcome back, Big John. That's true. Welcome back. Um, <laughs> my you. tweets of the week are the guy who's been tweeting me about cum like over and over and over again. I hate that guy. So I quote tweeted him the other day and it's very appropriate that I'm talking about this with helium. (laughs) But so he tweeted me the other day and he was like, he said something about like the way like my your hands or something like that would look covered in cum. And then he tweeted me again like two days ago and he was like, something about like my hot cum dripping from your mouth and I was like all right you gotta go straight to jail you've been charging too high prices for sweaters straight to jail right away do not pass go (laughs) yes um and then my other tweet of oh I have two two more someone dm'd me a like in-depth like full fucking email format asking me how to get in contact with someone about why YouTube TV doesn't carry Nesson anymore and like was asking me all of these questions about if I knew what happened and how he could watch this and like blah 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 and he's like do you have a contact I could complain to I was like this is so far above my pay grade yeah. like who do you think I am <laughs> um and then my other tweet of the week is the guy I sent Sarah the screenshot this kid, what did he say? I have it saved so that I can read it verbatim. But this like 16 year old sent me like a shirtless selfie of some sort that was <laughs> insane. And what did he say? Shit, where did this go? Oh, he goes, no, actually, no, he didn't even say anything. He just sent me his Snapchat code and a picture of him <laughs> flexing. 
If you're so, listening to this, go to YouTube and look at the picture of this kid I just posted. <laughs> but like, that's your DM slide. I mean, he's 16. I guess he doesn't know any better. <laughs> doesn't know a better DM slide than that. I'm really enjoying this helium way too much. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> My like work Slack channel's like blowing up. I'm like trying to do it. <laughs> um, do you guys have any closing thoughts? This was such a long episode. Um, yeah. thank you. My closing thought is thank you to intern Tyler for being here. Oh, yeah. And yes. for thank you for up having me with me and Sarah. We will have you back on for the draft. And absolutely, if you yeah. win, we will post our nice words about you. <laughs> um, but we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I know this episode was long. Um, but keep on sipping y'all, and we'll see you next week. Wake up in the morning, check the time, and then the vibes move. Peanut butter curves with jelly above the thigh. Tell them no free sample if they ever want to try. Gotta buy the whole damn pie if you ever want to slice. That's the truth. Only tell the truth. What the hell you do? You got that juice. Fresh squeeze to cue. I can tell you new, and it ain't just you. Girl, it ain't just you. It's your whole damn crew. Got the haters on mute because they love that view. Keep looking at you. Ain't nothing new. This is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. When Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Cause this is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. When Sundays are for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Saturday, y'all. Uh, Saturdays and Celsius. <laughs> With your hosts, Kendra and Sarah. Uh, y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR. Spot a kiss on the track. <laughs> Let's go. Uh.